Hello, listening people. Hello. You are listening to Spit and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Swinski. And I'm the other, Bartek. Hi, Bartek. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm very well. We're doing our show Unappreciated Masterpieces, and I'm feeling very good because I don't know what the movie is because I usually ask you to tell it to me in Polish because we're spitting Polish likingly because we're spitting and we both happen to be Polish. But at the same time, I'm keen on on the movie because I have watched it the night before. But I'm right, very right. keen on you eventually telling me. But we're doing a show, Unappreciated Masterpieces, a show in which we present to the audience a feature-length audio commentary track for movies that seemingly don't deserve an audio commentary track. But what? we say, hey! What do you mean by seemingly? Seemingly, because we differ from the mainstream people out there that are like, you don't need to talk about that movie like it's a piece of art. And we say, hey, calm down, Picasso. We're going to talk about this movie like it's a piece of art, because it is. Yeah, Picasso, he doesn't know anything about art. Picasso, what an asshole. So, arthole. <laughs> arthole. So, Bartek. Yes, we're covering some movie today, but I need you to tell me what it is. You're going to say it in Polish, and then I'm going to be like, I don't speak Polish, and then you're going to act surprised, and, you know, it's the formula that we go well, by. Now I'm not, because you explained it to me. But, but you're going to still do it anyway, because destiny dictates. Right, sure, we'll see if I can so fight Bartek, yeah. Um, what movie are we watching? Ryan, we are watching the 2017 classic Jechak Zhongzi. Zhongzi. <laughs> 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 are we watching some kind of samurai movie? It sounds, like, it sounds like a samurai movie. Jechak Zhongji? Yes, Zhongji. Zhongji, yes. Zhongji, yes. So, are we watching... Sounds kind of French, not really Japanese. Uh, well, what are we watching? What does that translate into? I it need trans- a direct translation. It translates into... Oh, by the way, I don't speak Polish. What? I... <laughs> oh, shit, you said Destiny was... Destiny. Fuck, right. So, what's the movie? It translates into The Kid Rules, as in The Kid Governs. Ah, so we are watching The Presidency of Donald Trump. Ah, excellent. Ah, you've read the YouTube comments. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. The title in English is actually The Boss Baby. The Boss Baby. The Boss Baby. The Academy Award nominated The Boss Baby. Yeah. That that doesn't sound unappreciated to me, Martin. Yeah, why did we do it, right? Well, I guess we'll have to get into it after we introduce our guest and then get into the episode because Ah. we're going to have to dissect the reason why we've we've chosen this movie. Mm -hmm. Babatek... For the boss baby, we needed a baby who happened to be <laughs> the boss to join us as the guest. The boss governs? The kid governs? Yeah, yeah, we needed a kid governor. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great British crime movie with Michael Caine in it. The kid governor. Like, that would be a great crime movie with, like, old age Michael Caine and he's teamed up with his grandson. The kid governor. That mm. would be... Because it's the kid and Michael Caine is the governor. The kid governor. That's like, like the okay. Go on, Bartek. Who's our guest? Because I could keep talking about this Michael Caine movie for the whole duration of the podcast. Yes, our guest this week is Sam Peterson from the podcast Confessions of the Idiots. Thank you so much for having me, boys. Thank you for having me on the Boss Baby episode. Are you feeling very baby? I'm feeling very baby. Thank you for asking. I didn't think you'd ask. I'm feeling very baby. Baby is my favorite adjective. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You've got the doctor comes over. He's like, "You got a serious case of the baby." <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, pregnancy? <laughs> I thought it was my nickname, the boss baby. You are the boss. Thank baby. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sam. 
for being the boss and the baby. <laughs> Both. But for those people at home listening, which is I imagine anyone who's listening is listening to this because it's a podcast. I mean, unless you're God and you're watching us from above, or Absolutely. you're the boss babies. Yeah, God is one of your best listeners. He's <laughs> <laughs> everybody's that's, podcast. You no, know, that's a very that's good true. spiritual thing to say. He listens to every podcast. <laughs> He's irregular. So, um, you guys at home have to have a copy of The Boss Baby. Luckily, in Australia at least, there is a copy of it on the Netflix mm-hmm. Baby Boss. Com. Slash AU. Uh, Whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know if it's on the other services. Just Google it. Just Google I'm not here it. to tell you how to find Netflix. <laughs> I'm not here to tell you how to govern The Boss Baby. Nobody experience. Just remember that it's... Got an X at the end, not CKS. Yes. Yes. Yep. So you have to have a copy because I have a copy, so you should have a copy. I'm mm-hmm. going to do a countdown from three. I'm going to go down and say play. You're going to press play at the same time. Hopefully, we'll be lined up as we speak about the majesty that is the boss baby. So get ready because I'm going to start this in three, two, one, play. Oh, that so, feels good. Bartek, mm. Sam, what is our history with the boss baby? What is the history? Yeah, well, our like, history, what's our history? Yeah. I don't, I don't no, know. No, no, what's the what? history? <laughs> I'm not going to talk about our history. Um, what's we the... met once before. It was a beautiful moment. Uh, yes. Became friends on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you we called me a... the boss baby. Sorry, I still have to add you, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit rude, to be honest. I was going to bring that up. I was going to wait. Yes. I was going to wait till halfway through when there's a lull. Sam Peterson <laughs> keeps calling me baby boy. Hey, you ba- baby you boy. Know, I actually, because <laughs> you went out to, to get him and yeah. I, I saw he messaged you like, hey, baby or something. I always do that. He writes it BBY. Bibby, why? Hey, Bibby. You're right, Bibby. You're very, you're very internet leaked. No, <laughs> oh my god, Gen Y. So, so internet. So I'm so is, internet. So, what is our history with this 2017 uh, Oscar nominated movie for best animated feature, The Boss Baby? Come on. Well, I remember I saw it when it was first announced, you know, online, they had the poster and everything, and the. the Unfortunately, my initial reaction was wondering: is this uh, is this meant to be like a joke or something? Is it meant to be a joke? That's a great thing to think about. Something announced: is this meant to be a joke? Sometimes you just ask that question, Sam. Especially ask people who make the funnies. (laughs) We have to scratch our head and go, hmm, that that Michael Fassbender movie, The Snowman, where they didn't film twenty five percent of it, still and yet still released it. Is that meant to be a joke? (laughs) Is this meant to be a joke? The movie's. Well, you mean uh, more talking about the poster? Is this meant to be a joke? Oh, the poster. The no, whole thing meant there, to be There a are joke. so many great movie posters that you scratch your head at and go, is this meant to be a joke? <laughs> there are some terrible movie posters. What's what's one that you've seen that you've been like, I don't actually know if this is a proper film? Oh, well, that's a that's a good Most of them. <laughs> Other than The Boss Baby? Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I already said that, so yeah. <laughs> um, well, oddly enough, I was in the, I went to the movies the other day. There is a movie there. I can't remember the title, but the, the poster is of like a, of a nun... Mm. From behind, like you see her from behind, you don't see her face, you just see her habits. That's all you need to say. And you know who it is. She's walking through a, 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 like a field of something, mm. and and then the the writing is in funky green write, writing, and she realizes yeah. she's walking in a field of pots of marijuana, <laughs> and that that she she's smoking marijuana because you see some smoke kind of emanating off of her, and it's a movie about a nun apparently that grows. Hot. Oh, I could see it coming. And I could a, see that coming. And it's a documentary. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I was wondering, like, is it a comedy? Is it Oscar baby? Yeah, it's meant to be a funny. Yeah. Is it a boss baby? Is it a boss baby? Movie? Yeah. Didn't see the front of her face. It, it, could be a DreamWorks animated <laughs> face. Is it a the boss baby? So, 
you guys didn't see the Boss Baby when it came out. No. No. Are you trying to say something, Ryan, that you have? <laughs> no. I, I had not seen it until having to do it for this podcast. But I was so keen. Because I also saw the poster. Okay, yep. In in Melbourne, like in Melbourne at Flinders Street, I'm waiting for the the tram, and I look up, and they have like what better time to look at a poster. They, they have that giant TV screen that's right. like that like goes around a corner of a building, and oh, it Fed has Square? yeah yeah near Fed Square, yeah, and it's just like the Boss Baby, and then it showed bits of it. And sometimes they actually play sound, mm, and it right. had Alec Baldwin talking out of this baby's voice i'm like what is this <laughs> you're intrigued straight away i thought i thought like you is this a joke but also i thought oh is this gonna be like sausage party where it's one of those movies that's supposed to look like a kid's movie but it's yeah. actually for adults because alec baldwin does not scream to be kids entertainment yeah have you have you done sausage party on this no i haven't watched sausage party i have it's a terrible film but did it have babies flexing buttocks open the <laughs> opening credits? Of no, the and I won't watch a film unless it does. This film was perfect for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew like, it. I knew <laughs> it. I knew I'd love Boss Baby. I That's saw, this, this I saw, movie... When we met Sam Peterson, when we did a, 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 another person's podcast, which will hopefully be coming out sometime soon, mm-hmm. I, I, looked at, I looked at him in the eyes and thought, Boss Baby. Boss Baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> spelled BBY. BBY. That's a BBY. I, I also th- and is Boss like BSS? Oh, oh of course. No, it's got dollar signs. <laughs> Dollar sign Bibby. <laughs> That's a rich Bibby. <laughs> and, and the middle name is Duh. Yeah, Duh Boss Baby. A Boster Baby. Boster Baby. Boster yeah. Baby. I love Boster Baby as a nickname. Hey, Boster Baby. What's up? It's kind of like some Boston Baby. Uh, yeah. Hey, Boston uh, Baby. Is it Alec Baldwin from Boston? I don't know oh, where he's from. Yeah, probably. He's from the Maybe. country that Boston's in, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. He absolutely is. <laughs> Great fact check. I would have to check that out I later. I love it's a twist that he's actually from Russia or something. Like yeah. Mila, like Mila Kunas. Yeah. Um, he's done a... Bob, Baldwin's done a Mila Kunas again. <laughs> yeah. He's always doing a Mila Kunas. So if she's Milena Kunas, where would he be? Like, I'm a Lina. He's Alex, Alec not with a K. Alexis. <laughs> I don't need to change a single... Yeah, in Polish, it'll be Oleg. Of course, of yeah. course, but he he's a he's a rebel <laughs> from Russia. Those you know rebel. you know those rebellious Russians. Mm. So, I've heard of them. So I had no idea what the real plot was. I also yeah, was either. shocked to discover a couple of weeks ago when I've been talking this movie up for the last couple of weeks. Like yeah. we're gonna do Boss Baby. Uh, uh, <laughs> talking about it for the a news while. everyone's yeah. wanted to hear. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Because we don't do that many animated movies. We've only done one other, and that was uh, Chicken Little, right? That's the only Is this one animated? <laughs> I had no idea. It's it was mo- a flex it's, it's motion capture. Oh, of course. Alec Baldwin had a very convincing head. It's, yeah. An- <laughs> it's Andy Serkis doing the baby, and Alec Baldwin doing he the He can voice. do anything, that guy. In, in terms of. Give him his Oscar. <laughs> in terms of fully animated films, I think Chicken Little's all we've done. Chicken Little's all right. we've done. Partial animated uh-huh. films, but Chicken Little's the movie. Uh, we have yet to do another partial animated movie that mm-hmm. I hope will be on the list, Osmosis Jones. <sighs> When's you know, that happening? Uh, hopefully one day. <laughs> hopefully you, one yeah. day. You can commit right now if you want. You, you have the ability to <laughs> okay, do it. Okay, guys, turn off the tail. Boss Baby. We're going to do... <laughs> Start well, again. The, the Boss Baby, the, the Shark Tale is fully animated, though. It's not yeah. partially animated. Oh, is Osmosis partially? Yeah, because it's live action. It's like the sequences. inside is animated outside, is Yeah, yeah. Bill, okay. Mu- Bill Murray's the outside. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I knew Bill Murray was in I didn't know that. Bill Murray's yeah. the human with the disease inside of him that mm. Osmosis Jones must fix. Yeah. And oh. his best friend is Chris Elliott from the movie that we know, Snow Day, mm. as Snowplow Man. <laughs> but enough about that. My history with this movie is I'd seen the advertisements. But then, of course, I think a lot of us have this. 
it got a a critical backlash once it got nominated for an Oscar. Like like right. the Boss Baby became this this meme and joke that it got nominated for an Oscar. While yeah. other movies like Lego Batman did not get nominated. And I saw Lego Batman in the cinema, so I can tell you it did not deserve an Oscar. <laughs> Absolutely did not. <laughs> in comparison to this scene here. Or at least you didn't think it did the time. Well, I mean, look at this. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Did, look did, how cool it is. Did Lego Batman have this? No, of course not. Didn't it have flex buttocks or this? It did not have a scene in which they uh, pixelate the baby's genitals <laughs> uh, because they realized that they could not shoot around <laughs> it. <and> this <laughs> isn't Sausage Party. So yeah. It's not Sausage Party. Absolutely not. Uh, no, but... This movie I saw, and I went, that's a weird movie. And then I forgot about it. But then it got Oscar nominated, and everyone was like, what the fuck? This got Oscar nominated? How on earth did this get Oscar nominated? And that's why we're covering it, because one, it didn't win. Yeah. And two... Coco won, I believe. Of course it did, because Pixar, right? And two, everyone reacted so negatively towards its existence (laughs) that we should cover it. This is a rare example of a movie that's Oscar nominated, Oscar praised, critically praised by critics... But the audience out there is like, no way. I don't yeah. want to see no Alec Baldwin baby. <laughs> no Alec Baldwin baby. No one does. No I hadn't heard of it before Baldwin. you brought it up, though. Really? Before no. you called me Boss Bibby. Um, I, hadn't, I hadn't heard of it before. You're lucky. I'm very lucky not to <laughs> have heard of it. You got to walk in blind. <laughs> but why? No stigma. So what did you... Th- okay, whoa, 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 hold on. Hmm? You didn't tell me. Did you know the... Did you see any trailers or see any kind of... Other than just a poster, Bartek? Like, did you see anything to indicate that Alec Baldwin was the voice of a baby? I think I saw ads when I went to the cinema. And, like, okay. they, they showed, I think, the, the sequence where he first... Not the sequence, but a part of where he first speaks and throws money at the, his brother. Okay. Right. Um, and also, when the film had come out, it was two years ago, almost exactly, and I was... <laughs> Um, on a high school placement at the time, and it was like just after the term one holiday, so term two started, and uh, a teacher started off a year seven class by asking, like, "Oh, what do you guys do over the holidays? Do you guys see any movies?" And a lot of them did say that they saw Boss Baby. They were fucking high school kids seeing the Boss Baby. I guess it really Losers. resonates. Twelve year olds going <laughs> to thirteen, but yeah. I guess real nerds. <laughs> real nerds. <laughs> you know, when I was a small child going to high school, when you I also saw The Boss Baby. And yet it yet had not been made. I was just reading the yeah. book. I was shocked to find out that this was a book. Is yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's based a on a kid's story. book. Really? Oh, yes. <laughs> you couldn't tell from the story. Well, kids' books are pretty crazy. That's true. That's there's true. This, there's this one book out there that I can't remember where the literal plot is... Only this... one book that you can't remember. No, I can't remember what it was called. There's this book I remember very vividly as a kid reading where it was this old man, like a grandfather, mm-hmm. giving his granddaughter the tour of his mansion, and he has all these crazy things, like giraffes and hippos and all these crazy things. Living in the mansion. And and the granddaughter is like, something's off here. Something strange is going on. And it's like, is it this weird thing? No. Is it this? And then at the end, you find out it's that he had odd socks on the entire time. Oh, that's hilarious. See? There's some kid out there that's now an adult listening to this going, I know that book, Yeah, right? and you've spoiled the ending. It's my memoir. Spoiler alert, you should have said that right at the start. You have to put a disclaimer at the start Next of this. Next you'll tell us that Twit. Rosebud was the sled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next I'll tell you it was everyone that did it on the Orient Express. <laughs> so apparently that's a twist that I shouldn't reveal to people. <laughs> like when Bartek saw the murder on the Orient Express, I had said weeks before, what's the point of making that movie when everyone knows the twist is everyone did it? And then Bartek's like, 
I won't say anything. Later, <laughs> I guess it's ruined then for later, me now. Then later, he's like, I didn't know that. It's like, that mystery is like 75 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when someone like ruins the end of um, The Sixth Sense. Oh, and it's yeah. Like, the twist it's cool is, now. If you haven't seen it, you're not going to see it. The twist is in The Sixth Sense that M. Night Shyamalan didn't have talent all along. <laughs> it was just a fluke. He just didn't do a good job. <laughs> it the, was just a fluke. I thought it was that all the sleds did it. Yeah, all, all the, the sleds, sleds did it. sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Let's de- dig deep into the boss baby. Sam, you knew nothing about it. No. That shocks me to my core because you seem I like the kind of guy. Away. You seem like the kind of guy that's pretty in touch with the boss baby. Oh my community. god! Absolutely, we do call me boss to baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I look. I was, I was watching. I glazed over. I was, you know, I, I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't very impressed. I was like, okay, this, this will be interesting. I was watching it while I was doing something else, just pottering yeah. around. I think that's the only way to watch The Boss Baby. Maybe no. that's how it got nominated for an Oscar. Everyone was busy that day and went, did you watch it? No, let's just nominate it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting cinema that. experience. Everyone's just doing stuff. Everyone's doing stuff, walking around, yeah. <laughs> making popcorn for everyone. Oh, so the I staff don't... are cleaning the cinema yeah. while you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, it's not worth it. Well, I didn't, I didn't know why it was nominated for an Oscar. So I don't understand. It the... was nominated because they liked it. <laughs> That's well, they, fair they, enough. It Is that the only way? Recognizes uh, animated feature achievements, I guess. Right. I yeah. mean, you so know, so it was under animated category. It wasn't best film. No, no, no best no. animated film. Best yeah. animated feature film. No, yeah. if it was nominated for best feature film, that would be impressive. Best because picture. what was just best picture? Well, I can't remember what the last animated movie was that was nominated for that. I remember the first was Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that broke that ground. <sighs> Absolutely. And then they were like. After Shrek, or was Shrek the first? Where they're like, we just got to create an animated section. Yeah, I remember right. Shrek, Jimmy Neutron, and something else were in the first. And by one. the way, this is by the same company that brought you Shrek, oh, DreamWorks, DreamWorks yeah. Animation, everyone's favorite animation company. Not mine. Are you sure they made? <laughs> okay, you've convinced me. Yes, um, <laughs> it doesn't take much with me. I have no opinions. <laughs> I go. Okay, you go after. Did. Can you like the film? I loved it. I uh, loved it. Uh, ten stars. <laughs> ten I, out of five let stars. Let me mention to you, The Boss Baby, DreamWorks, they also did your favourite movie, Over the Hedge. Oh, Over the Hedge. What a great movie. Uh, Shark Tale. Oh, the one even where, better. The one where Will Smith is a fish. That's funny. That's a uh, funny film. And Angelina film. Jolie is a fish. And you're and saying these are all lips. animations. These are yeah. all animations. You guys are blowing my mind. <laughs> no, no, you're going to be blown away when the DreamWorks were responsible for the meme classic, The Bee Movie. Oh my God. You Another remember, animation. Uh, you, you know that one. I think I'm getting Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> getting the hang of this. <laughs> you know the movie. When they're animals, it's an animation. <laughs> not always. This one has babies. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I've seen Lassie. They're not all animations. <laughs> yeah, that's There's, true. Um, <laughs> I used to do a, um, a podcast where I would have... Um, babies on. And no. Yeah, them. yeah. get babies to <laughs> and talk. And you bossed the babies I bossed, the, bossed up baby, if you will. <laughs> um, but I would get someone to review a film each week, but I'd pick like a really old... Like I'd be like The Lion King. Okay. Or yeah. like that... And and they would always have never seen the film. Oh, I go, do I watch the film first? No. No, just explain it. Oh, okay. There's nothing better than explaining a film when you haven't seen it. So here we are with Da Boss Baby. Da Boss Baby, here we are. That was the sequence I saw in the cinema. Oh, really? Oh. Where he like, did the tie-up, talked about the tuna, and like threw mm. the money. Now, this movie has a lot of elements going on. Uh-huh. It's very nuanced, and of course, Sam, having not seen it, how did you feel once the voice of Alec Baldwin came out of this small blonde baby? Not knowing much about it, I was shocked. You know that you know the show uh, Archer. Yes, I where, am. Where you know, and and whoever the guy is who voices that. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a shock hearing that voice come out of that guy. You're like, oh, yeah. that's a, that's a weird choice, right? Yeah, but it the, worked. And it the, worked and so the same, well. And the fact that that's the same voice as the guy Bob's that does Burgers. Bob's Burgers and Doctor Katz. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's the son of Doctor Katz. <laughs> but now, see, now watching this without sound. You would never expect, if you turn the sound up right now and someone hadn't seen this, you would never expect Alec Baldwin to be the voice of that Who baby. Who would you expect to be the voice of this baby? Steve Buscemi. Well, he Buscemi. is a baby in this movie. so it's Toby all... Maguire, who's also... He's um, the adult version of a main character. Yeah. And he would also make sense as the baby. I don't know who I... Do... I would, you know who I'd love? I don't know where. Idris Elba. Just cast <laughs> Idris Elba. And he's just like... Hello, I'm the boss man. Yeah. He's got that, like, so, like he's a British droll in there. Yeah. Like... I would love, the person that I would actually love is Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey. Hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. I don't think he gets enough voice acting work. It's it's a, it's a close tie with Danny DeVito as the boss yeah, baby, Yeah, of that would be amazing as well. I, who were you uh, thinking there? Like, what was your, who would be yeah, your... Yeah, Bartek. And we we'll, we'll just... Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> of course. Hey, it's me, the boss baby. <laughs> or Bruce Willis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Either cop. Sandra Sully. There we go. <laughs> no, Throw no. a curveball in there. Would, Sandra I, Sully. I would really love it if you had this white baby with like a a, a really thick Mexican accent. So it's Antonio Banderas or something. Oh, I was actually like, thinking I, Antonio. I was thinking actually Tommy Chong. Tommy, Tommy Chong. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> get, get, and, the, and the older brother is played by Cheech Marin. <laughs> always. They always come and, as a pair. And the white mum's played by Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, how good would that be? <laughs> that would be the best. What's the guy's name in The Hangover? Uh, Zach Galifianakis? No, Kim... Uh, um, Kim Jeong? Yeah. Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong. He would be fantastic. Yeah, he would play like that gangster He'd play a gangster baby. Because how much do you think you can bring... How much do you think Alec brought to this role? Well, I think think he brought 110%. You think he did? I think he he did. I think he wore nappies while doing this. Uh I feel like he he really had to zone in to his Uh Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross character Uh that he played like 20 years before to play this because this movie has weird references to Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, a stage production and movie that only adults like. Oh, look, Teletubbies like it. That freaked me out. That (laughs) that bit freaked me out. Don't worry. There's a lot of nightmare imagery in this yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't sleep for a week after so, watching this. So you were surprised to hear the voice I of was. Alec Baldwin yeah. spawn out of this tall, uh, this little blonde baby. Little blonde baby. Because Alec Baldwin's not even blonde. And he's not a baby. I'm going to break that news <laughs> right now. He's not a baby. He's but that's it. what makes this movie so great. It because is. They say, hey, let's not cast an actual baby to yeah. do the boss baby, because oh. that would sound stupid. Absolutely. And they and that's what DreamWorks is all about, not 100%. being stupid. And Casting people like is so clever. It's, it's also breaking the mould of what people would usually do, which is for young characters... To be played would... by women? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, it's me, Nancy Cartwright. Oh, I'm a Scientologist. Was... That's Woo! a spot-on impression. <laughs> and I thought she was here right then. I was like, <laughs> I... how'd you get Nancy on? Don't have uh... a cow. <laughs> yeah, don't have a cow. Don't have a cow, man. Join Scientology. <laughs> Leave <with> me. <laughs> That's all she says. It's a catchphrase. It's long, but it's good. It's a good catchphrase. It's a great me... catchphrase. I love that Nancy's well, satirizing Scientology. Wait, wait, well, hold yeah, on, hold always. on. You know who would be another great choice? So, so in terms of the vein of if they couldn't get Alec Baldwin but they wanted someone because the reason I think they got Alec Baldwin was not the baby aspect but the boss aspect the he is the, boss. He he is is the boss. voice of a boss yeah doesn't he sound like your boss? Absolutely. He's not exactly. a boss to baby. I'm, I'm my own boss so yes he does sound exactly like I reckon like they could have cast if they couldn't get Alec John Travolta and he would just oh. play his character from Get Shorty and just, yeah. and just do that and he would be like yo it's me yo it's me 
I was in Greece. <laughs> that would probably alter the animation for his dancing. Remember me in the film Carrie? <laughs> Which is his face. That's how he introduces himself. Do you remember yo, me in the film Carrie? Yo, it's me, other famous famous Scientologist John Travolta. I ride planes. <laughs> but how do you think you do prepare for a role like this? Well, I think one. Have you, you read any interviews with Alec talking about this? I have not read no. any, but I imagine. Sorry, nightmare fuel happening. Oh, God. Um, I I imagine that Alec first uh, got given the script and he yeah. read it and was like, okay, okay, how am I going to play Timmy? And he's like, wait a moment, I'm the baby? Yeah, you think he was confused? I reckon he, he thought he was going to be Timmy. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to play the baby. Okay, this is where my career's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, 30, after 30 Rock. Oh, yeah, it's all downhill. It's all downhill again. <laughs> but at least my good friend Steve Buscemi's in it. And Jimmy Kimmel comes and is like, I'm your dad. Now, i got to mention that Jimmy Kimmel's in this movie. Because a, a bit choice. of backstory is every time Jimmy Kimmel has been mentioned in the company of Bartek, Bartek just goes, ugh. Like, you do oh, not like Jimmy like Kimmel. Kimmel you have all. mentioned that you do not like him. Uh, and I thought you're open about it. And you have specifically said, oh, I don't mind him as a host, but when he does the acting, that's really bad. Oh. So I saw his name in the credits. I'm like, Bart is going to fucking love when he's this. Done, when he's doing acting on his show, I'm kind of a bit cringy about it. Voice acting. What's the feud? When did it start? I re- what was the first time you realised you hated Jimmy Kimmel? When did you realise you were Matt Damon? <laughs> oh, God, great question. <laughs> I, I really don't hate him that much. I've just never thought I think that. you do. When, when you're getting was... so mad, you're actually clinching your fists right now. They've gone white. <laughs> I, oh, just... no, he's becoming the Hulk Bartek. <laughs> <laughs> My stress ball's really small. Yeah. I, think, <laughs> I think Bartek is jealous about how how hairy Jimmy Kimmel yeah, is Bartek, in comparison you? to his hair. Because yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's a hairy, hairy man. Is he? Very hairy. Oh, yeah. He's a hairy man. His name's Kimmel. That, Have you not typed it's... into Google searches topless Jimmy Kimmel? That's a bit weird. <laughs> Have you never looked at the fact that he that he is just not wearing suits, but it's just his hair yeah, molded. He's eighty percent hair. He okay, is well, a... when you put it that way. And the other twenty percent is that relationship he had with Sarah Silverman. That's the other twenty percent. That's all he's got. But he was good in this. I was surprised. I thought he was great. He oh, really? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go was, the other way with that. Was, he, I hated him. He was shit. No, and he was the dad. Yeah. If Jimmy Kimmel could be anyone's dad, it would be the boss baby's dad. It's weird. It's weird power play, though, like with Alec Baldwin as the... As the baby. As the baby. And as, then Jimmy Kimmel. As younger dad. as the dad. As the daddy. Well, he can play anything, though. Alec yeah. Baldwin can play anything. He could, really... play, he, could play, he could play a baby. Yeah, he could play a baby for sure. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, he could play a baby. You know those movies like Baby Geniuses back in the 90s where they thought, hey, we have the technology to make babies' mouths yeah. move and yeah. dub over them? And it will be great. This is the like, uh, like the animated equivalent of that. Like, it is. <laughs> like, yeah, it absolutely is. But in a good way because... Oh, in a great way. In a great way because those, those movies, yeah, sure, they might have got big names like Christopher for Lloyd back for Baby Geniuses but yeah. he wasn't the voice of a baby he, he was wasn't. a villain yeah but in this movie they said the villain should be a baby yeah played yeah. by Alec Baldwin until we decide that he's no longer the villain and in fact an alliance is made between yeah. our two main characters now here Bartek is in a brilliant scene that most trailers I thought you said I'm in a brilliant Bartek scene <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't Bartek... know if you remember this bit but you were you're in a... in a brilliant scene I was right the now. plant this <laughs> scene here was a lot of the trailers that I uh, I saw oh really because it has the famous cookies are for closers line which is also the tagline of the movie on posters was like cookies are for closers right that is a pretty a much reference, a, right? a reference to his character in Glengarry Glen Ross where Jack Lemmon wants to get coffee he's like no 
coffee for closers because they're all salespeople. Right. So you can only have a coffee as a reward. Glenn and Gary Glenn Ross is a weird movie to reference because they also wanted to have a Steve Buscemi's character. They wanted Kevin Spacey to be in it. And Kevin Spacey's also in Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. And it's like, did they just want to make Glenn Gary Glenn Baby? Like, I don't know <laughs> what the pitch here was. Yeah. Was the person inspired by it, do you think? Yeah. made boss baby? It's weird because in Glengarry Glen Ross, Alec Baldwin's literally in one scene, but it's like right. the most memorable scene of the movie because he's mm. a character that comes from outside of the movie, just outside of their little world and comes in and tells them to get their fucking shit in order. Like he literally is like an enforcer kind of guy who works for the company, the sales company. And he walks in and he's like, gives him like this 10 minute speech and it's the best speech ever. And it's like Alec Baldwin, young 80s, slicked black hair, thin. Oh, looking good. He literally opens Piercing up. Eyes. He has a giant suitcase that only has one item in it, which is, he goes, you need balls like these. And he grabs out these brass balls and puts <laughs> them next to his balls. It's like, see, I've got brass balls. This is what you need. And it's like, everyone's inspired, including me. And including... <laughs> The people who made the boss baby, because when oh, they God. saw that, they were like, you know what? We need to have this guy as a baby. Yeah. One day, one day when I grow <laughs> up and I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> the filmmaker, the, the director, the director is the voice of the of the clock. Really? Oh, yeah, the the wizard? Yeah. The now here's the thing, Sam. I know mm. that you're an observant film watcher. Mm. Did you realise that a lot of this didn't actually happen? <laughs> I did. I absolutely did. It was all a dream the whole time. My favourite thing like to happen a, in a film. There was a lot of misremembering and imagination involved. Yeah. Did you, did you pick up the subtle vibes? I did. Like, so subtle. It's like um, Inception, where you can't tell what's would, real, yeah. what isn't real. I like, haven't thought about... I haven't drawn parallels between Inception and like, the Boss Baby like before. It's all but dreams yes. and dreams. It's like, it's like, you can't tell what's real and what's it's not. It's like The Matrix. You it's know? like The Matrix. They have a scene that references The Matrix, where they suck on a dummy and it's very homoerotic. We'll get into that. <laughs> uh, you know, did you pick Pick up on those I did nuances. pick up on that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, to be honest, I I didn't really, I didn't really know what was going on a lot of the time. Now, I thought there was I so much you, going on. Now, if I told you mm. that M Night Shyamalan actually wrote Stuart Little, would you believe me? I wouldn't believe you. True, it's a fact. He wrote Stuart. Little. Really? Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Stuart to do with... Little. Yeah, he wrote it. The Mouse Movie. <laughs> when he's obsessed with boats. <laughs> yeah. That one. <laughs> the one okay. Where, the one where Nathan Lane is a cat. <laughs> I had to oh, that bring, one. I had, that to bring that one. Up. I had to bring that up because I feel like and M. Hugh Night... Laurie was in it, yeah? Yeah, and yeah. he played an American. <laughs> that was my first that? experience to him, so I was surprised that he was British. Yeah. yeah. See, he's oh, really? such a good actor. I grew up with him just being very British and stuff like uh, Jeeves and Wooster and Blackadder, right. so he's always very, very British to me. So it's always a shock when lots of people are like, I didn't know he was actually British in real life. I, what's yeah. the vi- I saw a video on YouTube there that's like, 10 actors that you didn't know weren't American, and one of the pictures of the thumbnail was Hugh Laurie. Wow. And I'm like, wow, really? With, with me, I... I later discovered Hugh Laurie, and then I like retrospectively realized, oh, he was in Stuart Little. Wait, wasn't he American in that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah hold wait, on. Wait, is he an actor? He must be a really good actor <laughs> if he can do that. So what I was gonna say was, I feel like this movie, the twist would be like it's written by someone like M Night Shyamalan, like because this movie has lots of twists, lots I'm of turns. Still shocked he wrote Stuart Little. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I haven't looked that up. God, it's a fact. <laughs> It's... Was that his first big break? No, he already did six Sense. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Stuart Little after that. I think Unbreakable, then Stuart Little. Oh, my God. How would you go from, like... I think he did the... it in between uh, Unbreakable and, and Signs. 
<laughs> what a weird mix that guy's had. M. Night Shyamalan has a, a, a problem with water. It is movies a lot. Like, yeah. like in Unbreakable, the main character's weakness is water. Then in Signs, it's water. And uh-huh. then in Glass, it's water. Everything's around water. I don't know. Do he's scared of it? I think he might have drowned once. Right. And he, oh, Lady. Did in he the, make the Truman the, Show? The, as the well? film Lady in the Water exists. Right. The one that ruined his career. <laughs> Maybe he didn't make Shape of Water. No, 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 no. Maybe he wrote it. <laughs> he probably wrote water. it. No, no, no. That movie loves water, so that's yeah. why he he didn't write it. He's like, no, yeah. water bad. He's like to water that you are to Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't mind when it's voice acting. He doesn't mind when it's voice acting, but otherwise, he's <laughs> not impressed. Yeah, when it's all like when it's hosting or voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> so, Bartek, did you pick up on the subtle nuances that this film, any of its events, didn't take place? I was still waiting for the gorillas from the beginning to come back, and they never did. I know it's a. Twist. Are you waiting the whole film for that? He's 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 twisted. He's turned. Yeah. I felt now that you mentioned when when the parents were watching the car moving very slowly in the backyard, I, I thought that was just a mistake from an earlier draft. Was that a sign? Do you think? <laughs> Not the film signs by M Night, but like, do you think that was like foreshadowing that the film didn't actually exist? Yeah. He just keeps saying, "I hate water." The film. See, this is what I like about film. Sometimes there's that shorthand of the film acknowledging that it's a film, uh-huh. but without being like jokey in your face, wink, wink. We're making a film. This isn't real. Like you know what I mean by that? Like when you watch some films, they do those things within them, like like the stylistic choices of this movie that kind of just go, "This isn't real. Yeah, it's a film." Yeah. But isn't literally a character turning to the camera and being like, "Yeah, we'll be okay." Like Wayne's World yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 Where do you hate that in a film when they're it depends. Like, well, it depends. I like, think I like generally no, but yeah, it I like has it to be in Wayne's well. World. Yeah. <laughs> Good, but like I not sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. Depends how arrogant they are about it, right? Like, or, if they, or if they think that they're really good and they're doing it, and it's like, oh, now yeah, we're, we're even so better. funny. Yeah. There was a bit that annoyed me. I don't know what movie it was in. I think it's Myla, Myla Kunis and um, I thought you were gonna say My strings. Little Pony. My Little Pony, one of my favorite films. No, it was No Strings Attached, or the other one where it's the there was like two films that came out at the same time. Yeah, No Strings Attached is the and Friends with Ben. Maybe it was called Friends. Friends with Benefits. With Benefits yeah. with Mila Kunis. No Strings Attached is Natalie Portman. Yeah, and there's a part in it where they're they're watching a film. And there's Films. a soundtrack. They're watching a romantic comedy, and they're talking about how annoying it is in romantic comedies. How... Oh, you must really be looking forward to that Rebel Wilson movie, isn't it romantic? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't wait. That's literally on a the edge of my seat. The movie about that idea. I'm literally on the edge of my seat right now. Um, is it trying to be like a satire on romantic comedies. Yeah. Okay. But except for it's only in one scene. It won't be oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it was... oh, oh, isn't oh, it the... romantic? The whole movie. Rebel You're Wilson talking about one. like in in in. Friends with Benefits is like one scene where they reference, oh yeah, cliches. And yeah, cliches. And I was like, I was so annoyed about it because the whole film is a cliche. Of course. Did you know, I've mentioned this on the show before, Bartek, and you'll get flashbacks. I, uh, in my high school, we had like exchange students from New Caledonia. Right. So spoke French and stuff. And they, and it was around the time that movie came out and they're like, oh, that movie came out for us earlier on. And in our language, it's not called Friends with Benefits. It's called The Sex Friends. The Sex Friends. Really? The yeah. sex friends. That's what it translated into for them. The what, sex friends. What do you think it is in Polish? Have you... I don't know. What was the film called again? Friends with Benefits. Oh, man. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I want to look it up, though. <laughs> yours, yeah, you always want to look Polish it up. The Polish one will be like, uh, friends who rule over one another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about ruling. Now, another subtle nuance here. Now, again, this got nominated for Best uh, Animated Movie. The animation's impeccable because for some reason that I can't determine why... Every scene, 
basically the baby switches from green eyes to blue eyes for no apparent reason. Yeah. And I don't know why. And even the trivia has it as a point of reference of, isn't that awesome? And isn't I go, that awesome? And I'm like, you're right. Now, Sam... Yeah, the continuity person wasn't the, the, very the, good. Isn't that awesome? Well, it's, well, well, if it's a dream. Well, it's animated. <laughs> so oh, I imagine the, the, the movie is doing it deliberately. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a scene that's very homoerotic because every line of dialogue in the scene about sucking is very sexual. Yeah, it's really sexual. It, it made me think, did they get a porn script? And yeah. And they implement it. Come on, faster. So do you want to edit... Faster. Do you... mm, like, suck. Yeah. Do you want to edit uh, the scene, but like have a hand over the pacifier so you don't know what the? No, no. I would rather you put porno music under it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good choice. Did you guys? Did you guys like get real turned on by the pacifier scene? Well, dude, absolutely. W- the movie opened up with the baby's butt jiggling. What yeah, you you're like I'm in for a wild ride. <laughs> now we did an episode many years back now on the film uh, Baby's Day Out. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen in it. In that movie, the baby in real life, one of them both of them because there's two babies because that's how movies yeah. work. There's one baby oh, but it was I played see. by twins. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. They both grew up Lindsay to be, Lohan. They both grew yeah. up to be very attractive men and it raises the question of would you fuck that baby knowing that it turns into this attractive person? As the baby. Well, or you know, as the man. <laughs> I left it gotta... deliberately vague. Yeah, to be honest, I never knew which she meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the thing was, no one questioned it. I well, it's a very we just like we just liked saying. So now fuck that, that you know baby. this baby yeah. grows up to be Alec Baldwin, would you fuck this baby? Absolutely. Well, to be fair, we wouldn't s- even think about it. We wouldn't see even think twice. no regrets. We see everything but his head when he grows up. Well, yeah, but we know he's Alec Baldwin. So we know, we know he's Alec like, like, Baldwin. I would love it if that was the bit where it turned live action just on their faces. <laughs> it's like. Turn Toby Maguire with his little pug face and like Alec Baldwin with his handsome, rugged... rugged and and Toby Maguire's the older brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he looks so much younger still. <laughs> well, being a boss, it takes its, it takes its toll on you. Yes. It does. Do you think Alec Baldwin... I've seen Obama. You've, you've seen him. You've seen him around. <laughs> he aged. <laughs> Do you think um, Alec Baldwin's eyes maybe change colour in real life? Well, that's a good There's question. A that, that. That, that, is, that, is, that is actually quite is good. in the and trivia? It, and it raises even further questions about Alec Baldwin's it age. It does. Yeah. Like, how, old, how old is Alec Baldwin? Who is Alec Baldwin? Oh, that's a better question. Who is he? Who names their kid Alec? Alec knows. Yeah. It feels like an unfinished name. Unless you're Alec Guinness's mum, then it's fine. Yeah, but like, because we know he's going to have a sir before it one day. Why sir Alec is Guinness. Alec Baldwin the only successful Baldwin brother out of like five of them? I don't know. Do the other ones? Oh well, now his daughter is a now his daughter's a model or something. Who's, Actor model. Whose actor's daughter isn't a model? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what we've lived in an existence in which Lenny Kravitz's daughter is more well known than Lenny Kravitz, like Zoe Kravitz, and it just I've, I've never heard of me. Zoe Kravitz before. Well, have you seen Mad Max time. Fury Road? No, I haven't. Wow. Yeah, I'm too busy watching films with babies in them. Have you watched? <laughs> have you watched uh, the Crimes of Grindelwald? No, never heard of it. Well, it's the Harry Potter movie, apparently. Is it? With Johnny Depp in it. Now, Johnny Depp should have could have played Is this a recent movie. thing? Yeah. Was this one of those Fantastic uh, Beasts films? Yeah. Did um did Johnny Depp do a fantastic role where he either played Willy Wonka or Sweeney Todd? No, he didn't do He didn't do that? that. Okay, job. interesting. He, he sucked a at that. A different choice. Different <laughs> choice for Johnny Depp for once. He, he sucked at that. 
But um, you know, he's got three good characters. He's only got like Crybaby, Crybaby, um, Edward. Edward Ed was great. And I'll I like give Edward Scissor Hands. Yeah, that's it. Um, Films with Ed in them. Was very the Crybaby good. named Ed? No, his name is cool. his name. I can't remember what his actual name is. His name is like Crybaby. <laughs> Crybaby. He has a name, I know, but I can't remember. <laughs> he probably does have a name. In it's the like, script, it would have been hard to follow. It's like Crybaby Walker or something like. Because, you know, he, he sheds a single tear, and so they call him Crybaby. Crybaby. I only shed a tear on the day that my dad went to the electric chair. You haven't seen Crybaby? It's a great John Waters movie. It's so good. That's John Waters. <laughs> oh, but it's like one of his mainstream Hollywood movies, but it's okay. so... Like, Iggy Pop's his uncle. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Iggy Pop. Uncle Belvedere. And there's literally a scene in it where Johnny Depp's explaining why he doesn't have parents. And it's like, you know, his mum was crazy and stupid and died one day. And then his dad was the alphabet bomber. He would just bomb buildings alphabetically, you know. <laughs> and, he just, and he just listed each building. And he's, he wanted to go all the way up to the zoo, but they caught him. <laughs> <laughs> all the way up to the zoo. It's a great building. Yeah, you know, animal sanctuary, bank, you know, all this stuff. But um Oh, start and end with animals. Yeah, well yeah. It's a beautiful bookend to blowing things up. So in the da boss da baby da baby boss da boss da baby. Tebs baby. Baby. What did you um for one, do you guys have siblings? Yes. Yes, I do. Younger or older? I have a younger brother and a I thought you're gonna end it there, like really open ended. <laughs> I have a younger brother. No, I have an I have an older brother, one year older than me. Okay, you're the younger one. I'm the younger one. And I have an older sister who's seven years older than me, so seven I should have years. phoned seven her. Seven and a half, maybe? I should have phoned her to ask her if this movie was accurate yeah. to the experience of having me. I imagine it was is I, very accurate. Was I the boss baby? Also, this movie has a lot of furry imagery in this because yeah. the baby does dress... Now, here's the nightmare imagery yeah. sequence here that would give kids and myself nightmares for it years is really to sca- There are some bits in this film that are messed up. This scene in particular is crazy. And, th- and that the sun that keeps coming back and the- on the moon as well. I mean, they age incredibly. And yeah. Alec, uh, and, and Boss Baby does look like an old Kevin Spacey in this scene yeah. for some reason. <laughs> but still the baby, an old version of a baby. Oh, yeah, because they don't know what they look like as adults in their brains. <laughs> Make them look like uh, Alec Baldwin. What I think is interesting is an animator, someone decided, you know, we should have a mushroom cloud and it's the baby's face. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, that's the second face. mushroom cloud in the movie, isn't it? Yeah, but this is the second one with the baby's face. Yeah. <laughs> the first one didn't have a baby's face. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have siblings. Bartek, you're, you're the elder one, so you can tell us, is this how the experience was for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, was this exactly it? How much of an age difference is there between you and your brother again? Six years. Oh, six Whoa! years. So, Bartek. <laughs> so six years shocked. in one month, if I'm being honest. Whoa, so is this Please be honest. a very accurate representation of what it was like yeah. for you? Was your brother like a little blonde guy that came in and he was all in like, I'm the boss now. Yeah, I'm, I'm the boss. I'm the boss, baby. Watch me suck on this pacifier, <laughs> you know bitch. The, you know it's the crazy great... what you forget in 19 years. You know yeah. what's really great? I did love that Bartek. Was postulating this question, like you had a yeah, serious really look at his face, it. like mm, you know what? It's all coming back to it's me. It's like now. the "Would you fuck that baby?" question. <laughs> yeah, really deep thought. Not my brother, but yeah, no, 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 definitely not. <laughs> in when we were doing babies down, it wasn't a question of incest. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. But we're still fucked, but you know, not not incestual. Um, so when your brother came around, did you see him talking on the phone to other babies, and you're like, something's up? Yeah, did you ever see your brother talking on the phone? 
to other babies. <laughs> I didn't know he was talking to babies. Yeah, yeah. When he was talking about, you know, getting things done, yeah. it, was, it was odd. Business. Yeah. And was it especially weird that he was voiced by Alec Baldwin? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, well, I was young. I didn't know who Alec Baldwin was. <laughs> but Coffee's for I hadn't seen but that now, Thomas retrospective, Now, in retrospect, does it hit hit you hard that your brother is growing up to be Alec Baldwin? Yeah, how does that feel? It is upsetting because I and don't think he <laughs> It remem- is upsetting, is it? I don't think he remembers the time when he was a baby. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I have a question too. If he's growing up to be Alec Baldwin, yeah. <laughs> how does that make you feel being one of the loser Baldwin brothers? Oh, yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm not does that up, hurt? I'm not growing up to be a Baldwin. <laughs> how do you know? You because could be. You could you still could grow up. My last name is Kasprzyszak. Yeah, but you don't know. You could be yeah, slowly turning into a bold one right now in front of yeah. our very we eyes. We never know. Hold on. Wouldn't the logic be that I'm turning into Tobey Maguire? So therefore, I'd be very cool. That's true. <laughs> Not me, so cool though. Like you got the, me there. He's dancing Spider-Man. in Spider Man. I was about Not to say so cool. Spider Man Three. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's favourite dance sequence in a movie. I would say. It's the most awkward scene of all time. No, it isn't. <laughs> Did you not watch the scene in which these two are sucking on a dummy? Okay, yeah, no, dad, you're right. And the dad came in and that's he's officially. like, I'm Jimmy Kimmel. Do you think that's what won the Oscar? Yeah, I think what what didn't win them the Oscar... Also, got okay, them nominated. So it, it was nominated. 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 Coco, uh, won. Right. Coco won instead. What got them nominated was they went, hmm... You know what this movie does have over the others? A cast member from the TV oh, the show buttocks Friends. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, all yeah. it needs. Lisa, it's the buttocks again. See, it's pixelated. It's so oh, weird. Oh, that's nice. It's nice they pixelated it. It's weird that you use the phrase nice. Well, it is nice. I don't want to see that. <laughs> and I feel like um, I feel like that was a good choice. I wonder if that was the director's choice while they're... Like, they actually but, but animated the, it and then they're like, the please Sim- take that but out. It's the, awful. in the Simpsons, the movie, they oh. showed Bart Simpson's genitals. Did they really? Yeah, Can't remember yeah, that bit. They, they did a whole sequence where, like, he was skateboarding naked, but things kept covering it, and then eventually right. they just didn't cover, and it was, like, a shock. See, yeah. that's, it, it seems to it, be... No, a... it was just the genitals, right? Because he went past a hedge, mm. and the hedge yeah, yeah. didn't reach that. And there was an out. ad for Scientology on it, too. <laughs> what do you guys think about... Um, Babies? Uh, no, about... Uh, bosses <laughs> About Simpsons animation porn. Well, that raises a very disturbing question that we are watching an animated movie mm. and this one is about babies, but that does not mean that the porn industry hasn't made a porn parody of That's this true. As, as we are watching. Yeah. Animated... It's another thing to look up. I'm not a, a fan... Called the balls I'm not, baby. I'm not a fan of animated pornography. Okay, well... Bartek, this may be your expertise yeah, as Bartek, you are, are you an expert it? of hentai. As, you? as explained in our episodes on the films Arutsuki Doji, uh, <laughs> and you defend those movies, so do tell us. Uh, Animated porn, yay or nay? No, I, I haven't watched any, no. What about pictures? Have you ever looked up pictures of um, like Marge Simpson yeah, or, nude? No, or, or, never type that in. I think, he's, I think he's maybe... He's more into Final Fantasy VII character. Yeah. <laughs> Nude. Family Guy. Uh, there, there might have been... Yeah, like, Family Guy. Family Mila guy. Kunis again, yeah. You know how you get, like, ads on the side? I might have seen them in those, yeah, but right. yeah. Never, I've never looked Sam, it up. Sam, are you one of these people? I'm not, but I the other day I, I did a podcast <laughs> called The Phone Hacks. And it's a great podcast, and they get your phone, and they... They just do things with it for Man, an hour. They would love my phone. Yeah, they well, the, the you know they go through your search history. They can contact anyone in your phone. Oh, excellent! They can put up statuses and everything. And one of the things they did was they sent a they downloaded a nude picture of Lois from Family Guy. Nice. And they sent it to a friend of mine and just wrote, um, "You nice, huh?" <laughs> you know, what did your friend... and I'm not allowed to. I wasn't allowed to tell them. That it was what the did phone your friend hacks. reply with? He said, um, "Come." 
come on, man. This is someone's mum. It's true. Stop leaking these photos. She's a TV mum. But can I have some more? You got some great friends there. Mm. So you have your own podcast we haven't talked about. I do, absolutely. What do you do? I do. What do I do? I uh, I find the weirdest online confessions um, that I can find that week. It's a lot of. Now it's getting to a point where I've done. 55 or something. Yeah. And now I'm running out of, like I have to dive deep to find, like when I first started it, there were so many confessions (coughs) around. It was fine. I've listened to the first dozen episodes. Yeah. Like, and you know, so, but after that, I'm just like, Oh God. Cause you have to dig deeper and deeper. Deeper And and there's a lot of really shit. Oh, yeah. Online confessions. Oh, you mean ones that revolve around shit as we watch the baby fart? No, <laughs> no. That would have been a good moment for the shit confessions. But it's... Oh, I don't like this scene at all. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> the dancing is too much. No. Animated... Do you think that's how Alec dances? Of course. Of course. He dances as a baby, like a baby. As a baby. As a baby, he used to dance What I like love that. is in animated movies, there's always the necessity to have dancing, dancing in it because yeah. it's fun for animators to make. Yeah. yeah. I remember the... But as audience members, we are like, here we we go again. Yeah. I remember in the trailer for Yogi Bear when that was coming out. <laughs> the live action animated movie crossover with Dan Aykroyd as Yogi Bear. One of yeah, the best yeah. And Justin time. Timberlake as um, Boo Boo. Oh, what yeah, a I great remember, casting again. I remember when they were introducing Boo Boo in the trailer. They're like, and Boo Boo likes to like groove down or something like that. Groove yeah. down. Very to, cool. And, he, and then just showed him dancing. I'm like, oh, I don't remember. It was that before from the twerking. Cartoons, yeah. Right. So, so on your on your podcast, let's get back to it. Oh yeah. You, you have some good guests. Have some great guests, and people come on because they know they don't have to. Well, they don't really have to talk about anything. Yeah, you know they don't have to. They don't have to talk Just about reactions. themselves. You get some yeah. good Australian comedic icons. There's I some guess. comedic icons. There's some actors and some, some actors. Writers. You had Sam Neill. Had Sam Neill. He was everyone's very good. favorite actor. Everyone's Sam Neill from the actor, Jurassic Sam Park. Movies. From the Jurassic Park film. Yeah, and he's um yeah he's someone that came on and was just like I'm happy not to talk about myself. I you love know, it. So it's, it's, it's a good thing. But now I'm having to dive really deep because most of the confessions now that I'm finding are incestuous and I don't want to read those Ooh. to people. Well, we have a fucked. whole... Well, if you ever have us on, yeah, we can yeah, introduce yeah. you to a whole world of one individual named Tyler Lee Jewell. <laughs> <laughs> He's a crazy man. Well, tell me about him. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We have... Whoa. Well, so just for listening people, uh, we at the end of our show uh-huh. read uh, reviews and comments from the internet of mm-hmm. what movies are and we did an episode on the film Annie from right. 2014 the uh-huh. one with Jamie Foxx sure and this guy wrote it as like it's a letter to Cameron Diaz wrote a letter to Cameron Diaz because Cameron as Diaz is as, and his reviews are a lot so like dear this. Cameron Diaz yeah he it's called Cameron name, Diaz, Diaz just Cameron Diaz and then yep. he goes Hello, Miss Cameron Diaz. I am Tyler Lee Jewell. Well, he starts off by saying Full Cameron name. Diaz was good in the Shrek films, and then he starts Oh, okay. So he likes her in some stuff. And then he really demands that she needs to find um, Macaulay Culkin right. in New York City right. before the straitjacket police come find him. He uses and... that literally, straitjacket police. Straitjacket police. And because yeah. he needs him to be in his animated movie about Pluto the dog, because this is a Disney animated picture movie he's writing. Right. And all of his reviews have a narrative that yeah. flow from wow. all of them. And then he has, like, he goes on Disney forums, and there are people like, he wrote, he wrote, like, 14 pages long worth of ideas of his version of the next Fantasia movie he would make and then someone responded and be like here's my idea and he goes wrong and then copied wrong him, and then he copied is it him. wrong really and someone wrote, gave their opinion an idea like, wrong. wrong incorrect move on <laughs> no, no 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 he goes wrong and then copy and pastes his idea again 
<laughs> what? He's 14 page yeah. response. Yeah, Wrong. 14 this is the answer. <laughs> yeah. Next. There was no question, mate. Next. So, yeah, basically in that in the I in the Annie review, he doesn't mention like the Pluto film or anything, but when you look at his other reviews, it all right. like comes together. It's crazy town. How do you track him? Oh, I just type in his name. Oh, and it just comes up with all these reviews. Because he's always, he's always he's like, on. I am Mr. Tyler Lee Oh, so he introduces himself. Yeah. It's a great name. I live From in Rockland, California. California. Oh, okay. He has a YouTube channel and everything. It's great. Really? What's it, what are the YouTube videos like? Of it's, him reviewing it, stuff? It, oh, dude. <laughs> I'm I don't even, I don't even know what the fuck they're about. <laughs> I've watched them like 15 times. Unfortunately, most of them are like, you know, 30 seconds of him like recording something. But there are like two <laughs> right. or three videos where he's like on camera talking. On a couch. Wow. On his mum's couch. His parents' be- bedroom oh, in so Rockland, California. Yeah, so, in Rockland, so California, of course. Back, yeah, so with yours, you get some cool guests. Like you've had like, yeah, Sam Neill and uh, some Australian icons like Tony Martin and stuff like that. Uh, have you had Rove? No. You need to get Rove. You need to get Rove. Because your show is literally the internet equivalent, uh, of the podcast of equivalent the? of What The, uh, what the, the famous Rove McManus yeah, comedy moment. Yeah. And I'm sure Rove would appreciate that. I actually, this is how sad I am. I, I did not bother to look up if you had Rove on, but I studied Rove for right. this episode. Because I was like, where did he spawn from? Where did Rove spawn from? Yeah, like... From Perth. He... Perth comedian. <laughs> yeah, but that's a comedian. And I just went... Does he do stand-up? I've never seen any yeah, of his stand-up. I just does. remember being a small child, he just had a show. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. It's like Rove McManus, Australian media personality, just kind of spawned. Yeah. And I was looking, I was like, oh, he's, he was on radio? He was a child star at one point? He was oh a child God. at some point. He's a boss baby at one point. He was point. he the boss? I mean, Rove does look like he a baby. He was the boss baby, you can, you for can, sure. If you ever see him, tell him that I said that. Yeah, like yeah, baby. yeah. You are the boss I've, baby. I've met Rove once. I was flyering for the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and he and he uh, was talking to another comedian who was a dwarf, who was an Indian dwarf comedian who was vomiting his guts up because he was drinking too much, and and he was saying while vomiting, it goes right out of me because I'm little. <laughs> what a great thing to and say Rove, while you're vomiting. And Rove was like helping him and being like, "I'm little too," and I'm like, "Oh, we're is, all this little." Is, this is my experience. Of well, you, that's a nice tall, bonding Ryan, experience. So, yeah. And I'm standing there. Did like, you say it too? Did you lean no, over? No, and go, I'm little too. <laughs> I'm a baby. Oh, I'm a baby. Wow, I'm a little baby. Okay, he always does this. He always does this. I'm a little baby. <laughs> I like how cynical you sound. <laughs> Where? I'm Where? a baby. I'm a little baby. Talking about whittle. Talk about whittle baby. Talking about whittle babies. Whittle babies. Steve Buscemi's in the movie. Yeah, who I really like. I like him too so much that I have uh, a canvas of multiple things he's done on my wall. In the really? Oh, what yeah. what what things? What things? Uh, Thirty Rock. Great. Some some artworks. One of them's from um, what's uh, Billy Madison. Great. When is he's it, putting on even... lipstick. Oh yeah, he's the quick Yeah. And he marks him off his kill list. He's like, okay, I don't need to kill him. Yeah. Anymore. And how cool is he in Thirty Rock with the? Uh, I have a picture hey, of kids, him what's from. Up? I have that, that on my wall. Great. Oh, him with the skateboard. Yeah, the, yeah. The where he plays, uh, where he plays D- PI Lenny Wozniak. Ah, which is kind of cool. Wozniak, yeah. Um, and he is such a bum in Thirty Rock, which yeah. obviously him and Alec Baldwin play against each other a lot of, of course, in Thirty of Rock because Alec Baldwin ca- hires him a lot. Yeah, but like he's such a sleazeball in Thirty Rock. Like he's not actually sleazy; he's just kind of pathetic. That Alec Alec Baldwin like puts out his like he finishes his cigarette and throws it on the ground, and Alec and then Steve Buscemi picks it up off the ground and kind of smokes the rest of it because he just needs everything. <laughs> yeah. right. He's a very needy guy. But we're all needy in some so, way. 
the movie has a twist going on that um, in the fictional story that we're watching, there is a fictional villain played by... You keep by... saying fictional story. I think oh, it's sorry. based on Alec Baldwin's life. True story of a... True story of a little baby. Alec Baldwin's rival is actually his hero? Yeah. Which is... We haven't seen that in an animated movie before. Mm. Not an Oscar-nominated animated movie. Well, definitely not. Like, I didn't watch Coco, but, uh, you know, I, I think assume it ha- that it didn't have a similar idea. I think it happened sort of in the first Wreck-It Ralph. No. No. Uh, no. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Copy-paste. So, copy-paste. Copy-paste your answer again. Wrong. Uh, wrong. Uh, wrong. Uh, yeah. um, you're wrong. The answer is you're wrong. <laughs> uh, let me just check. You're wrong. So wrong. The idea of this movie is uh, Steve Buscemi mm-hmm. was a baby himself once, and then we all were at some point. We all were, except Absolutely. for Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Who grew up like And Maggie that. from The Simpsons just never grew up. Oh, she never she, will. She wasn't... Who did the voice of Maggie? There was an episode where she talked. There are like, mul- oh, really? There are multiple voices. There, but there's one where she spoke has properly. That speech. Speech? She just said... When did she speak? There's an episode where they tuck her in and she says, Daddy. Oh, the first word one. Yeah, that's like the only time where she properly speaks, mm. speaks. Because the other times where it's like James says, L. Daddy. Jones does it. But yeah. that one has someone There's like a, famous, like Meryl Streep or a, someone does the voice right. of Maggie. There was an episode, say one word, there was an episode yeah, yeah. a couple of years ago, and I've only seen the clip on YouTube where she's like in a nursing home and she like removes a dummy and has this whole speech. Of course. Well, did she remove the dummy in a real sexy way? Well, like in this film? she watched The Boss Baby. She, yeah, she was inspired by The Boss Baby. So in the movie The Boss Baby that we are currently covering, uh-huh. the idea that the villain is a former baby boss himself, yeah. and he's angry because the company screwed him over, and rightfully so. He yeah, you would be angry. angry. You would be angry. And his idea is to replace babies with forever puppies. Forever which, puppies. Um, look, guys, would you be swayed by puppies more, those, more so than babies? What, if I was given one? Yeah, like if you were given the choice of would you want a boss baby or forever puppy, which one would you want? Forever puppy for sure. Yeah, I, I don't want I the would, responsibility would, of a boss baby. I, I would succumb to the the puppy as also. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was like, you're a cat guy, so oh, maybe this here we go. maybe this sways things for you. Where do you fall, baby or puppy? Yeah, if it was a if it was a cat equivalent, I'd probably pick the cat. But if it's between a dog and a baby, you don't like dogs at all. I don't hate dogs. They're not Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's not Jimmy Kimmel. I'm, fi- I'm going to start saying that to people. I'm- Do you like it? Well, it's not Jimmy Kimmel. Go, I'm fine when dogs are Is that are a new acting. phrase? Yeah, so, yeah. Bartek, what's your answer? I, I think maybe the dog. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> no, the boss baby. I give you the whole script of the boss baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. What would you do? Oh, well, definitely the, definitely the forever puppy. Screw babies. Yeah, they, screw babies. They're annoying. They yeah. smell. They have that weak spot on they're the back needy. of their head. And yeah, I think I would be careful feel, with that. I think I would feel too tempted to press it. Do you reckon dogs have, <laughs> do you reckon dogs have a weak spot? Yeah, the throat. Oh, God, if you grab them by the throat. <laughs> they hate that. Um, do cats have a weak spot? Dropping them is their weak dropping spot, them. Right? No, they always land on their feet every no, time. No, don't get into this. They don't like battle axes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough. Not everybody does. Oh, they don't like the deodorant brute. They don't like brutes. No, they don't like brutes. Cats, they don't like that. They don't like getting water on their head. Yeah, except okay. for your cat. No, no, it like everywhere except the head. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Your yeah. cat likes water. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah did yeah. did. The cat, the cat walked off one day and said, "No more water." And then God was like, "You're right. Come up here where the water isn't here. Come above the clouds. No rain for you." <laughs> <laughs> um, look. 
Now, the thing about this movie is there's a lot of critical, like, backlash. Like, some critics liked it, obviously, enough for it to... Sorry, the baby's eyes went big and it creeped me out. Yeah, it's really creepy. Um, where, oh, the crying where The audience didn't like it, some critics liked it, and obviously the Academy loved it. Right. There's a lot of dissonance for this. Now, do you think that's unusual for a movie like this to have so much dissonance? Of its in its existence, maybe it was all like the first impression thing. Like a lot of people thought it was a joke because you uh-huh. know it's a it's a film about a baby and With it's voiced Alec by Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I guess some people just cannot get over a first impression, or or they can't admit that this is you know a silly premise, but well executed. Uh huh. And the Academy tried to do that. Clearly. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Sam? What do you feel about that? I don't. I don't think it should have been nominated for an Oscar. But then I don't wow. know the other films that were around that year. Like you're saying, the Lego Batman, Le- Batman, Coco. So Coco, I can understand. But what what other films were around at that time? There was just a shortage, and they're like, put yeah, both. Yeah, I can't remember what the other one. I looked were. up the nominees yet last night, but I can't remember. Um, the thing is. I understand. Here's the thing. This is not a... Like, we are making fun and whatever about it being a bit of a weird movie, but let's be honest. We had a shit ton of these kind of weird movies growing up. Like, there's this thing in kids' movies, we've covered them on the show, like Big Fat Liar and Baby's Day Out uh-huh. and all these things. There are just some kids' movies that are just really weird. Mm. And that's what you kind of... Weird stories. That's what you there's kinda, lots going on. That's what you kind of love about them is just so how inappropriate and weird they are. Yeah. And like, even as a kid, you recognize that. Like, let, well, let's They're creative. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Robin Williams' movie, Jumanji, is a weird kid's movie. Yeah, it, it is It deals strange. with a lot of dark elements. Uh-huh. Monkeys are literally killing people in that <laughs> yep. movie. Yeah. Death happens and it's like a second thought. Like, I mean, it's really, really weird. Yeah. yeah. We all grew up and we're like, there's a bunch of those movies. And we're like, yeah, those are classics. Yeah, yeah. So I can kind of understand why this movie got received in that kind of way. Because those movies got similarly received mm. at the time. Like, people didn't like Jumanji, but kids loved it. And now people yeah. look at Jumanji and it's like a classic. And then you get some people like Roger Ebert with Baby's Day Out. Where he was like fearing for the baby the whole time and couldn't enjoy the film. Yeah, and, and, and stuff like that. And, and this movie, like a lot of those movies, has a lot of ideas yeah yeah chucking them out there and, yeah. and then it moves on to the next idea and you're like they are Whoa. very creative and it takes a lot to make a movie like this like an animated movie to imagine this whole world and yeah there's a lot that goes into yeah, it yeah you know and that's the thing like a lot of animated movies have simple ideas but it's the execution of them can be done really weird like, yeah you know, and that's, that's like awesome. for, for an animated film i think eugene the the antagonist of this sequence is a very good character oh yeah he's got like you know the smaller constitution at the bottom but then like the bigger yeah, like, yeah. ape-like thing at the top. He's mm. cross-dressing. He's using, you know, a children's toy, a little, like, pool wagon. Yeah. And a skateboard. Um, he, he makes crazy expressions. Yeah. Uh, he, he has, like, a little twist but, of conscience at the end. Yeah, and he also has a different voice at the end. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's a character that... And he's, you know, referencing Mary Poppins there. It's a character you just can't... Oh, did you pick up on that? <laughs> Ryan, I... I Gary Poppins. I, I googled say. like what's, <laughs> what's with the umbrella, and, it was made, and I, I wanted to impress you, but you caught me. Okay, good. Um, yeah, it's it's a character you just can't do with live action. Yeah, That's, I mean, could you imagine this movie as live action though? If this film was made by Disney, then It'd be in like insane. a decade or so, then we'll get no, a live no. This action. would be a Blumhouse movie. <laughs> a Blumhouse movie. What? Blumhouse. What do they do again? It's a Blumhouse. 
they're the ones responsible for movies like Paranormal Activity, Get Out, Whiplash. Oh, right. All okay. those, you don't know, but he's the one responsible for M. Night Shyamalan's movies at the moment, like Glass and The Visit and Split. Like, I, And I've heard of that. I just couldn't remember. Blumhouse Productions know. are the ones that make movies for real cheap. Right, they're independent. And they're... Yeah, and they've got the great business model of making movies for real cheap, but also every now and then making good movies for real cheap, <laughs> right. like Whiplash was Oscar. Oh, right, okay. Oh, right. And and Get Out was a Blumhouse yeah, movie, right. and it was made for cheap, and like, yeah, Jason Blum's awesome because he's just like uh, a That's charlatan. He's an open open day charlatan. An open, not a closed off charlatan. No, no. Hate like, those closed off charlatans. Not like your Weinstein's. Not where like, they're like yeah. where they're like, hey, hey, we're not charlatans. We're business yeah. people. Well, well, Blom is literally like the guy. There's an interview with him and Shyamalan, and he's like, so why did you pick Shyamalan for for your production company? He just said he was available. <laughs> he was available. <laughs> available right in front of him. Charlatan. That's yeah, like, like he's right openly, the right time. He's like, he's like uh, I don't know if you've seen this or heard of this. There's this show called Ghost Adventures with Zach Baggins. No. Zach Baggins is like this ghost hunter guy who's like, who's like the P.T. Barnum of modern day. Like to the point in which he has said P.T. Barnum is his hero. That's a showman guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Great hero to have. And, and and Zach Baggins has his own museum in which when you enter it, it has him, in a, uh, him a version of himself in a Zoltar machine that's like, you are entering Zach Baggins' house of wonder. And he's like such a hack guy. He, he hunts ghosts and stuff in like his latest movie. He hunted ghosts at the demon house. And he's like a guy... This is real. This he's is a real man. Right. Where he's he's jacked. Right. He's of course he is. Guy. He's gonna fight ghosts. And, you gotta be jacked. This is how he hunts ghosts. He literally lays on the ground in one episode, puts an axe against the wall, and says in his in his American voice, I can't do it, but he's just like he's got this real kind of douchey voice where he's like, Look, if you're gonna kill me, here's an axe, drop it on my face. Like right, he's daring do it now. Him. And he says like and then he gets up and goes, No ghosts and leaves. <laughs> Wrong. But Wrong, there's one behind you. But in his latest movie, Demon House, at the end of it, he's wearing these thick glasses because apparently the demons, they didn't turn up and hurt him, but their presence, their demonic presence, injured his eyes. Injured his eyes. And now he wears these glasses all the time. Oh, poor guy. You can't have but that. What I mean is, like, yeah, it's the equivalent of the Zach Baggins, your PT Barnum, like your charlatan type. Yep. And I feel like this movie, if it was made into live action, would be like a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Where the baby is the antagonist for the whole movie. Now, Bartek, you read the trivia. Yes, I was actually about to ask you about this. My favorite trivia point, because it's so futile, hmm. is some might say. And again, this is a trivia point. Right. The fact that there's some subjective level to it. Like, some might say that Francis Francis is the most... Uh, you can't say some oh, might I remember say. He's the most, like, most intense uh, villain in DreamWorks. Not dark and intense. Dark yeah. and intense villains in DreamWorks movie. Right next to him, they list every single oh villain my in God. DreamWorks. I counted, it was like 13 other villains. 13 <laughs> other, like, next to him. He's the most dark and intense villain. Yeah. Just right like next these 13. Like everyone else. Like every other villain. And like, I don't I don't think he's that dark and intense. No, not at all. <laughs> like, like he's a bit of fun. Like they he's listed funny. some other villains, and like they're darker and more intense. Was there any trivia that shocked you? Was there anything that? Well, that was a book. <laughs> there was a book. There you go. Yeah. Um, there are some interesting things that they point out. Like in the beginning, it foreshadows a lot of stuff with him playing with train set, and there's like a toy. Mm-hmm 
taxi cab there and right. a rocket yeah, ship. He has, he has and... a bunch of toys that like relate to the events of the film. Okay. So it's like a nice foreshadowing. I was shocked right. that Tobey Maguire is still acting. Um, <laughs> that was a twist. I haven't seen him since The Great Gatsby. What's happened Same. to him? Where do you think he went? I He's think... having a break? I think just Toby. Not I think Toby's just living his life. I think I, I, think I saw a life. photo of him and the other two Spider-Man actors. Like <laughs> really? Or just hanging out. Just hanging like out on being the like, street or something. Here's the mantle. Here you go. <laughs> I was really disappointed in Spider-Man and in Spider-Verse. He didn't get to play any of the Parkers. They wanted him to, but he oh, just didn't okay. get the chance. So they got Jake Johnson instead. You know, why didn't he great... get the chance? He wasn't doing anything else. Oh, he's doing Boss Baby. He was doing Boss Baby. <laughs> yeah, he's doing Boss. Very busy. I'm it wasn't made baby. by Bloom... Blumhouse. Whatever it was called. Yeah. yeah. I, I, now that I would love if they had a string of Blumhouse horror movies with Tobey Maguire yeah, in, in the yeah. lead. So, so Ryan, we were also talking before the episode, before Sam came, about how this film is apparently set. In either the 60s or 70s. So, Sam, did you notice that this movie's aesthetic had a lot of. Yeah, um, it, seems, time? it seems a bit older. I mean, you know, it like the phones and everything. I mean, this is obviously pre 9 11 because he got into that airport really. Very easy. And a baby in a suit. Yeah. And apparently, one of these planes, like, isn't operating anymore. Like, really? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, this movie has, like, no mobile phones, yeah. none of that. But here's the thing that really got me going. So, films like uh, The Incredibles are set in the 1960s. Right. But it's very subtle about it. It doesn't wave it in your face. This movie, it's not showing off. It's not showing off. It's not, it's not like a text thing that comes out of the bottom saying, 1962. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. there's not a bit where he's on the phone and they're like, did you hear? The NASA rocket's going to the moon. And they're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all very that kind time of stuff. John Kennedy's doing a really good job. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no bit where they're watching, like, uh, I Dream a Genie on the TV or something. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this movie has a lot of time things. And uh, I personally noticed, but Bartek, you were saying, like, I said 60s. The trivia said 70s, more like. Yeah. But there's a lot of anachronistic time things. So there was a Voltron toy, which is very 1980s. Right. Yeah, they have TVs that look they, like... Like they're from the early 60s and then they have cars that look like they're from now but some of them from 60s and it's all like a mishmash of different decades mm. elvis is here like i was like oh my god elvis is still alive i guess and i mean he i guess in an airport just walking around part time in the 70s i guess he could have still been alive i mean i just assumed it was an impersonator no but what i mean is like yeah. elvis it's, is alive at this point because he yeah, died yeah. in the i want to say mid 70s yeah, I right. remember. But Elvis is still kicking, maybe? A lot of Elvises. This was the funniest scene in the movie for I me. Agree. Where they use all their Elvis jargon and translate it. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I, I had some things... I watched this film yesterday that were, you know... I wasn't having a great day, but this, like, single-handedly cheered me. Really? This yeah. scene? Or the whole film? Well, the whole film. Well, the whole film, obviously, this but this scene. sequence in particular was just amazing. Are you a big Elvis fan? I'm not even, not really even, but I just thought it was but very this funny. scene here made you one. <laughs> yeah, this is what brought you around. I was a bit iffy about Elvis before this, but I this mean, boss been, baby really you know, inspired me. The king of what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine, yeah, that's what. When did you first get into Elvis, boss baby? <laughs> no, that would actually be a yeah, great answer. Became a huge you know fan of it. You know who you say that to? Yeah. Yeah, uh, his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> Elvis's daughter. You go. What was her name Priscilla? Yeah, Priscilla, yeah. Queen of the Desert. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a full title. Was Priscilla the daughter or the wife? I can't remember. I know the daughter, the daughter of Elvis sure. was. Got with Michael Jackson. Didn't yeah. She? Got with Michael Jackson and worked with 
Tim Burton or really? Depp or someone like that. I swear she's in a Tim Burton movie. We as obviously well. worked with um, Helena Bonham Carter as well and uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, when when they divorced Tim Burton and uh, and uh, Helen Bonham Carter, I I, I remember I'm saying upset about it. verbally, and it was one of the moments that I made a whole room of people laugh. I just went, "Who do you think gets custody of Johnny Depp?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess in the end, it's Helena because he hasn't really done any more Tim Burton movies up that, but he's yeah. appeared with Helena in a few. Has he really? Yeah, Lone Ranger. Oh, there you go. Remember that classic? Oh, that classic. Where you guys like th- Tim Burton? I like a, some of his stuff. Yeah, some of his stuff's good. And then I like Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is great. I've seen a few of his stuff. I like yeah. Mars Attacks. Yeah, okay. I like Ed Do you like the, the, the Batman films? Yes, I do. I've only like seen his films. first one. It was good. Yeah. You haven't seen Batman Returns? Which one's that? Is that the That's one with the Danny one the Penguin. Oh, uh, when he bites the nut. How scary is that guy, bit? Yeah, yeah, bites the, his the, nose. The best part of that movie, the best part of that movie, of course, is Michelle Pfeiffer in a skin-tight latex. Absolutely. But, but the other part is Christopher Walken playing a completely made-up character for the movie. That's the reason that there's a Catwoman. He pushes her out the window. Hmm. And I don't remember got, like, that he's bit. He's got blonde hair. He creates Catwoman, pushes her out the window, and she dies and comes back because cats. And then when she comes back to start oh, blackmailing him, he's like, okay, I'll do what you say, Selena. Great impression I don't again. Wanna, I don't want to mince words. I respect you for coming back from the dead. Like, he says something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then, I then, respect then, you for coming back from the dead. <laughs> because he's playing that really like, whoa. Like, there's a, bit whoa. The, there's a bit at the end where Batman takes off his cowl and he's just like, Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed like Batman? <laughs> like, and then Selena's just like, he is Batman, you idiot. And he's like, what? Like, but he's also conniving evil. He has the best line in any, from any villain ever. He sees her. I think she it's leaves. The, he came back from the deadline. No, 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 no. The... He sees her. She leaves. And then the son's like, what do you want me to, what do you think we should do about her? And he's like, next time I see her. I just have to throw her out of a higher level of the building. <laughs> That's all he... <laughs> but he says it really menacing and the music's playing that yeah, Johnny yeah. Elfman music. And it's supposed to be menacing, but it's like my favourite line in that old time movie. Like, Danny DeVito has some wicked lines, but you have to watch it just for Christopher Walken being yeah. like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> You've done great impressions. You've done Nancy Cartwright and Christopher Walken on the very same podcast. Don't get me started on young Josh Peck. <laughs> <laughs> Only young. Well, yeah, from Snow Day. <laughs> man, oh man of La Mancha. <laughs> and we've got three. Now that's three official. Can you I, did, do I did my Alec Baldwin earlier. Oh, yeah. It's me, Alec. <laughs> I didn't even know who that was for a second. Oh, okay. He's raspy. Interesting. He's raspy. He's raspy. Can we hear your Tobey Maguire? Oh, my Tobey Maguire. Is it ready? Are you sure it's ready? You've got more practice. Okay, i got to get my widest voice yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, it's me, Toby Maguire. See, it's very it's easy very to white. understand. It's very nostril. Yeah, it's easy to understand if you say the name of the person you're impersonating. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm Nelson Mandela. It's, Hello, I'm Sam Peterson. It's, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's actually spot on. It's, it's a good twist on the trope where usually other characters be like, Sam Peterson? Yeah, what yeah. are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Not on your own podcast. Yeah. This oh, is no. your neighborhood. That's not right. How could you be on another podcast? You I betrayed podcasting. my own. You podcasting whore? <laughs> that's what they call me, the podcast so, whore. guys, there's lots of twists, lots of turns in uh-huh. this movie. What was... Your favorite moment in the movie, other than Elvis, and Sam, what did you have as a favorite moment in The Boss Baby? Because you loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I I really did like the Elvis scene. I did actually find that very funny. Um, what else did I like? I liked. Um, I really do like. Uh, I do like Jimmy Kimmel. 
I like the dad. I found the dad very funny. Mm. And the villain is very good. That's that skateboarding scene's fantastic. I really yeah. do like that. And when it goes through the goes through the window, I thought that was a great moment of the film. Yeah. That was probably my favourite. The skateboarding bit was my favourite part. Not when Alec Baldwin said suck it. <sighs> Yeah, well, that's pretty funny. Don't you, want the, don't you want that whole scene as your ringtone? <laughs> the whole <laughs> like, thing. Like when your, when your mum or grandma or someone calls you, suck it. Suck it. I mean, doesn't that scene also have like a character saying no, so it kind of sounds like out of context it could be... Wrong. <laughs> exactly. Very wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong, boss. Oh, I'm script. wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, your favourite part in the film? Well, the other scene is a classic, yeah. but I really did enjoy... The moment in which they powdered his bottom and fart came out. <laughs> and fart came out. Oh, that was a part of the montage. He'd done right? a fart. Yeah. The, it was a good bit. It was such a great bit. Another part I really did like is when they use a, 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 a plethora of puppies to move an object. Like yeah, it's, like yeah. it's water. Like a wave. Don't talk about water. You know how we feel about water. Well, we don't want to talk about We don't want to talk about water. We don't want to talk about water right now. Um, if I, I've always thought about this in movies. You know, there's these moments in movies like this where you're in a crowd of people and this kind of stuff is happening, and the crowd just kind of just doesn't do anything. Yeah, they don't move. I feel like I would do something. I would be like, "Whoa, uh, excuse me, uh, are you supposed to be locking these people up?" Like it's always that idea of it's a part of the show. Yeah, yeah. It's I, part I'm of the always show. that one guy that watches shows, and I always go, "Oh, they fuck that bit up." They fuck like, that. Like, yeah, bit I mean, up. so I feel like if I was seeing this, I'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." It's like in animation, like, and they still do it in a lot of animation where they just have people it's always cartoons when they have people in the background that just don't blink oh yeah well they don't move so so ryan i would ask you um yeah in in something like a magician's show where the magicians hired someone in the audience to (sighs) to pretend to be like that if they speak before you like will Mm. you have to you know be quiet because they're already okay i've got now i've got a second piece of trivia that shocked me here we go that magicians hire people in the audience to talk to now that shocked me but really i was the great and powerful (laughs) (laughs) we've done it on the show you got me there we have (laughs) that's why (laughs) we have done oz the great do you you guys like magicians i um not really (laughs) okay Uh, i find them boring right I've enjoyed them, I guess. Uh, I like them a lot. I go, I <laughs> like to go to magic shows. Yeah, you do. But I, you do. Yeah, look I do. Like the kind of guy who does like Absolutely. magic shows. I love magic shows, but I, I, I never favorite? want to know. Uh, in Melbourne, El Cappuccino um, is one of the best. One of the best magicians going do they around. Do coffee related? No, don't do any coffee related stuff. It's just a great name for magician. He doesn't sleep. I he like, doesn't sleep. I like the Swedish comedian magician Carl Einhackner. Okay, I don't know about him. He's very funny. He's very good. He has this whole bit where, um, since he's Swedish and he has his accent and whatever, he has a whole bit like, I'm born in Ikea and all that kind of right, stuff. Right, right. But there's a bit where he has this, it's a great bit where he's listening to an uh, a cassette to teach him how to fold and hide a bandana. Right. But he has his accent and he can't understand, so he thinks it's banana. So he grabs a banana and he's like following it to like now fold it. I think I've seen it. And he's like, and he folds the banana and does all of this. And he actually does pull off the magic trick in the end. Wow. With a banana. With a banana and it's and it squishes. And I got to see him live and he was very fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. James Galea is very good as well. He's another mm. Australian magician. Yeah. He's I very good. I haven't seen that many magicians, if I'm honest. He actually made Rove appear once. 
there you go. So that's where he came from. That's really. where he came from. Rove was a magic trick. You have to get that magician on your yeah, show yeah, yeah. to get Rove to, get to Rove. appear. Ask him, yeah, say Rove three times and he will appear. <laughs> and he will appear being, what the? Yeah, 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 what just, the? Just, if you're saying it three times, make sure you don't say, like, Rover. Yeah, 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 Rover. I was shocked to my core to discover that Rove's name isn't Rove. Mm. It's John. Okay. Just a normal name. I thought, normal letters, but thing, I always yeah. thought that Rove McManus's name was Rove because I've never understood why you would call yourself yeah, that. Yeah, it's a weird name. I always name. thought it was like, you know, how some people are just got weird names, like yeah. Bartok, you know, and... And Sam. And, uh, <laughs> some say yeah. weird, some say Polish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Rove could have been like a Scandinavian name, short for Rovka. Rovka. <laughs> Lovely Rovka. Like, sounds a bit more Russian, but yeah. Scandinavian, why not? <laughs> Rovka. Why not? Why What's a Scandinavian not? version of that? Rovka. Yeah, exactly. How can you know to say in, I'm in wrong? In Polish, rover. <laughs> wrong. It just says wrong. In Polish, rover means bike. There you go. So, bike McManus, huh? If you had an R at the end. Hey, Bike McManus. I'm sure I'd love that. <laughs> the town... Pointing at him. Sounds hey, like Bike a, McManus. like a the mix t- of Dyke and Bike. The town yeah. Bike McManus. <laughs> town Bike McManus. There he is. Well, I can't wait for Rove to eventually win an Oscar himself. Do you think he will? best animated movie. Well, he, he loves being in animated movies. He was the crab in um, Finding Nemo. Very small role. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, I did not see that in the trivia yeah, page there of you Rove go. McManus. Hey, Rove, if you're listening, which I know you are. Um, very distinguished. Get that very updated on yeah. your Wikipedia. Yeah. He, I think he really likes doing animated films. I think, And I think it takes a lot to be mm. an actor in an animated film because you've only got the voice to work with. Oh, yeah, yeah. And someone like Alec you Baldwin, still, yeah, I'm sure, was you can't all be like, You've still got to be a character. You can't, be a character. All be, you can't all be like Mark Hamill and stand up and perform it and then yeah. the animators watch you to copy you. Is that what he does? Yeah. Did you like the killing joke? Did you watch that? Oh, it was awful, but he was yeah. good. He was good in <laughs> it. Seen it. Oh, it's awful, but he was good. Yeah. Like, the yeah. comic's great, but, like... Um... I wonder why it was so bad. Cause that's uh, a... It's because the animation looked cheap, and they added 40 minutes onto it when they didn't need to. Like, yeah. if you did the killing joke, it's, like, probably 40 minutes long in itself, but they needed it to be movie length. Yeah. Speaking of animation, what did you guys think of the uh, imagination sequences? Oh, they were beautiful. They had that nice kind of old comic book aesthetic going on with yeah. the sharp color contrasts and... The different playing of animation styles. I mm. thought it was great. What for the, did you think? for that alone, I think you know being nominated for an academic achievement in film, you know, best animated film. Uh-huh. Those could those could really justify that nomination. Mm. And I think a lot of people who haven't seen mm. the film probably don't know that there are these imagination sequences where you know the the art style of animation is really being shown off. That's yeah. true. And did you see Coco as well? I have not. You haven't no, seen I it. Haven't. So that's really good. And and the colours. But was it better than amazing. the Boss Baby? Well, I think it was. Are you sure? Well, yeah. No, Sam, Sam, let me ask you again. Right. Do you really think it was better than? Okay. The boss no. Baby? I was wrong. <laughs> wrong. Much better. We didn't even wrong. have to tell you. Wrong. Boss Baby's much better. <laughs> wrong. Baby Boss Baby script. There you go. Boss Baby's much better than any other film. Did Coco have Stu Buscemi play a big fat baby? No, it didn't. Then it there didn't. you go. There you go. There's my answer. Oh, oh yeah, God. sure. Trumped sure. again. Coco had that emotional song and the yeah. grandma, oh, boo, but like the boss baby had this guy speaking a high pitched voice. Yeah, well, these sorts of animations, like they're always, they're usually funny. Oh yeah, they're all like why? Why do you think that is rather than a dramatic? Piece? Well, 
Didn't you feel the drama when he was trying to get him off the rocket? I didn't. Okay, I felt a little bit. I got a bit emotional in that bit. I started crying. Um, why do they want to be funny? Because Disney is owning the dramatic animated category, right, okay. and DreamWorks has already always gotten that you're a ripoff of Disney because you spawned from Disney right. and you on purposely said fuck you, Disney. <laughs> hmm. When they had movies like Ants and A Bug Life come out at similar times right. and stuff like that, and they have a bunch of those kind of things. Like Shrek, obviously, is pissing on Disney. And then, yep. and then when Chicken Little came out, they were trying to rip off DreamWorks. Yeah, Disney, yeah. So I feel like they, they their campaign is more to make entertainment for children, uh-huh. and Disney is more like, defend! We, we don't we don't want the mum being there being like no yeah yeah i want to cry at the skellingtons <laughs> the skellingtons i feel like there should be a, a dramatic a dramatic animation i feel like you, it'd be you know who cool. needs to do a dramatic animation animated movie who like like an animated version of something similar like to uh like uh schindler's list illumination <laughs> they need to have like a dramatic turn. Yeah, yeah. Like Despicable well, to Me be fair, Four to be needs fair, to really step up its game. I was yeah. about to say we haven't seen Minions, so we don't know. La 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 Minions. <laughs> uh, I I guess I remember the day in which my friends at high school took me to Despicable Me One in the cinema, and I was like, "Why am I here?" Yeah, it's a good I'm, question. Why <laughs> am I, remember, I here? I remember when we looked at the Astor Theater poster <laughs> for everything they were playing, and there was a double feature of Minions and To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. Oh God, a double feature! You pointed that out, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> Both very clever films. Never deal with the big issues. Race, yeah. race. Oh, it's all about race. I do love in the Minions movie. Apparently they skip over World War Two. Really, the minions are minions for evil people. Oh, being, but yeah, but it would be too much if they were Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, minions dressed oh, so, up as Nazis. So they were just... like they were like frozen or something, or not there, or somewhere else right. for when World War Two happened, so that they couldn't be minions of so, hold right. on, Hitler. Is that but they their... would have been. Is the point? Oh, oh they definitely, oh, definitely would have been. been Nazis. So is that their law? They're not just uh, Steve Carell's characters. No, no, no. They, 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 they were. They're from the prehistoric ages. Okay. Oh, they were minions. Of, they were minions to... of dinosaurs. <laughs> Okay, I didn't know that. They attached themselves to a villain every... Yeah, yeah, they attached themselves to the most evil person... At the time. At the mm. time. Right. What if it wasn't Hitler during World War Two? Well, yeah, yeah, twist, it was FDR. <laughs> <laughs> Churchill. Maybe just some really bad child molesters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching The Boss Baby, and we went all this time without <laughs> mentioning child molestation. I was very proud of it. Very proud, right yeah, until the I end. I didn't think of that. Well, it wasn't about now the let's, film, now let's, bring, now, let's bring up that aspect of the movie. Yeah. The overwhelming <laughs> sexual aspect. Um, no, there's always a sexual aspect to any kid's property ever, because sure. people are gross. People are gross. <laughs> we did talk the about the, the, the animated yeah. Simpsons. Porn. Yeah, that animated that, that Simpsons world porn. exists. You know, it does. where people are like, let's do Scooby Doo porn. Yeah, is that has that happened? Do you think? Uh, oh, we've talked Ryan's about talked it. Oh, right. That's, that's what is out there. That's a live. There's plenty of live action ones of that. Uh, there's a friend of ours that's from university who's also named Sam, but it's right. not Sam Peterson. Uh, maybe Different it one. is. Uh, maybe it could be. Where you never asked we last both time. realized we had both watched this particular porn parody of Scooby-Doo where it's like Scooby is missing, so that way they get right. the bestiality aspect out of the way. You don't want that. And it, and Shaggy's investigating and is literally like, Hey, Daphne, I haven't checked up your skirt yet. And he just goes straight in. <laughs> like, that's it. Now, this was very creepy. 
uh, the babies in their hazmat suits, yeah. wiping memories, and it makes you go. It is wow, like Inception. How many movies have? How many times in my life have babies wiped my memory? Yeah. Have you ever thought about that, Bartek? Um, yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yes, all the time. I usually think about that every day. Bartek's like, I am the baby who does it. I am the baby. Boop. Yes, but I still think about if it's happened to me. Yeah. Right. Because do you think the babies wipe each other's memories? Like, do you think that this is kind of like some kind of sinister movie? Yeah. It's like the, you... to play out the fool your friends to fool your enemies trope, mm. you know, make yourself lose your memories. So therefore you're even fooling yourself. To yeah. yeah do, you, do you think it's like the TV show Heroes with Zachary Quinto in which... I've the, never thought about that the, before, the, but the, yes. The, the cheerleader who saves the world, because you remember, save the cheerleader, saves the world. Her dad had an assistant whose mutant powers was to wipe memories, and he kept wiping his wife's memories for every time she figured out that he was evil. Yep. And it got to the point where she started getting early-onset Alzheimer's. Do you think that the creators of this movie created heroes? Just, just, wanted, just wanted to put that out there. Do you think Zachary Quinto is the boss baby? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, confirmed. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Correct. Yes. I haven't seen Correct. heroes, but wrong. <laughs> it's all wrong. It's wrong. It's all wrong. So, Bartek, you've alluded to in the comments, and I feel like since the movie's wrapping up, we need to mention this, uh, the Trump-isms of this movie. Like, oh, yeah, that was the oh, angry, okay. The angry little, you know, baby, blonde heads, yeah. forward, uh, forward comb yeah. boss. Taking over the world. Because obviously this has a lot of Trump-isms of him being on The Apprentice where you're like, you're fired. Yeah, yeah. Great Trump impression. Great Trump impression. You've done so many now. No, I need to do it better where you know, the way to do a Trump impression is it, you have to purse your lips like you've just smelt a wicked shit. A That's wicked shit. A wicked How do you have a wicked shit? Well, wicked yeah. like cool or wicked like bad? <laughs> Evil. De- depends. <laughs> depends the shit. We did a few Trump impressions of an hour episode on Bride Wars. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, do you feel like do you feel like it was all reference to Trump? Like it's yeah, all about... because you got to remember this came out the year after he was president. Right. So okay. do you think look so all, the nod. gold toilet? You know, yeah. like uh, he's on the top, but yep. he's, he's all alone. He's all alone. And Aren't he's, we all he's in upset. some ways? He's upset. Yeah. And yeah, if they make Boss Baby two, will the baby villain be Kim Jong Un? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Do you think they will make a Boss Baby two? Well, gonna... on Actually, IMDb, yeah. it says Boss Baby two in production. So, and also on Netflix, there's a TV series of it. Yeah, right? which, really. Well, there's always TV series of DreamWorks things of yeah. of that variety. I mean, heck, Disney did it too with uh, Emperor's New Groove had a TV series. Right. Same level of animation for Boss Baby on Netflix? It's it's slightly lower, but it's the same style. Mm. Like, it isn't as detailed. It's a bit more smooth and Yeah. But, yeah, uh, Boss Baby is very popular with children. Right. Like that TV show and the movie. So, Mm. yeah, but... Well, like I said, yeah, Year 7s that I spoke to really enjoyed it. Okay. Yes, those Year 7s. But uh, I did like, at the end of the movie, to win, he had to write a memo. Because throughout the movie, it was a joke mm. that the boss baby's idea was to write a memo, to uh-huh. write a note. And in the end, that's what saves the day. It always does in the end, a memo. Pem- paperwork? Paper. Paperwork always wins. Paperwork wins. That's what I learned all from the this. time. See, yeah. now he's got green eyes. Yeah. Earlier, he had blue it's eyes. It's strange. It's very strange to keep mixing well, that up. Well, you know when you were a kid and your yes, eyes kept changing color? Yeah, <laughs> okay, I remember that. You know, it I remember that bit. Changes happen. with your mood. It happened all the time. And yeah. also, the movie does this nice little little back and forth of everyone has a tickle spot. That's true. So, yeah. Sam, big question. What do you think Bartek's tickle spot is? The the weak spot of his neck. 
I think it is actually the neck. Yeah, really? <laughs> really? There you so. go. Look at that. What's yours, Ryan? What? What? Um, I think it's my uh, like a specific part of my ribs. A yeah. really specific part of your ribs. But you're not going to tell yeah. us what bit. Well, I ribs. can't remember. You, you know, when it just happens to you, you're like that's the spot. Yeah, yeah. 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 And you can't tickle yourself. I mean, it just you can't. Work. Yeah, no. you're too but sympathetic Sam, to yourself. What about you? What's your tickle spot? Feet. I knew it. Oh, you knew it straight away. That's what. No, no. Oh, God. No, no, no. Have you ever tickled a guest's feet before? It's I've, never happened. I've tickled a guest Only before. when we really like them. I tickled our friend uh, uh, Chris, who was very ticklish yeah, everywhere on his body. Right. And he laughs like, <laughs> and I'm like, yes. So you got him. I got him good. You got him right in the sweet spot. I got him in the sweetie spot. The sweetie spot. Never now, heard it referred to where as do you spot. think Donald Trump's tickle spot is? Oh, the lips. <laughs> you have to tickle the him on the lips. lips. The pursed uh, out lips. My immediate response was, wow, for him giving oral sex to women must be horrible. But I imagine He's laughing that, the whole time. But, but I imagine that. But I know for a fact he doesn't give women pleasure no, in no, any no, way. No, 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 so no. It's, would, all about, it's all about Mr. He Trump. would never give them oral sex. It's so. all business with him. All business. No it's pleasure. It's all business. I'm, you know, he's, he's fucking while eating a Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's got to have it. We well, doesn't have time. Did you see, to get relevant, there was a White House dinner and it was all McDonald's. Like, really? Oh, he bought all the burgers McDonald's. for the, the basketball players or something? No, but it was also like for all the Republican Congress members and you literally had Republicans walking around and it's filmed. You could watch this. One of them actually said out loud, this is a fucking joke. Yeah. Well, wasn't it like before, cheap dinner. before that, like Donald Trump was talking about how like, oh, you know, the, their favorite food is McDonald's. So we're getting a bunch of burgers or something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, another joke I saw online was in America, there's lots of different places with different style McDonald's outlets yeah. from when McDonald's first started. They were different outlets. So there's ones that like, look like they're in a gazebo. And this, yeah. and then it's like, and look, here's the one in Washington. Is this a picture of Trump? <laughs> and then it's like, look, they even hide their own fucking clown. Oh, do you think it got <laughs> delivered to the White House? Or do you think it I was... imagine so? Yeah, Uber can you Eats imagine being the McDonald's employees that, that day had to that go had to, make to the White House? That These are for Mr. Trump. And look, the movie's like <laughs> the strongest shape is no longer a triangle, but a love heart. Isn't that a love heart? A widow love heart. <laughs> I really want the twist to be the strongest shape is actually a square. Because you lock them together. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. the Lego blocks at the beginning. And then, no, they're like, it's a love heart. And I'm like, you got me, you know, Oscar nominated you movie. Me. You know what, Ryan? In centuries past, we've had this thing called Ninja Stars. But to that, you I mean think... mean Ninja we, Death Stars? I think to that, we have to say... Wrong. Wrong. It's all wrong. Oh, look, the they still, they still shake hands with a fist bump and a Isn't shaking nice? hands. It's like... I've get, done that with people it's before. It's like the Blumhouse movie, Get Out. Yeah, Get Out. Where he tries a fist bump Isn't and Isn't there a true point that head. the date on... Is when thing, the release of the movie the was? The release date of the film. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which indicates, like, oh, the, the film was set in the past. Now, would you watch a sequel to The Boss Baby where it's a girl baby boss? I would absolutely, and I think it's, it's about a good way to office mix it up. place sexism. Yes, where, yes. You know, well, that's more men, re- men don't take women seriously as bosses. They always that's call more, them bitches. And Ryan, stuff. that's more remake territory. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think would play the boss lady? Sarah Silverman. Okay, there you go. Yeah, and Jimmy Kimmel would not be in it at all. So you'd be happy about that. <laughs> no, 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 you would be happy. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. 
<laughs> we haven't seen her since Conan, so that would be great. About time. Oh, yeah, she was in there. <laughs> for once. A swim teacher. <laughs> no, no. Serious? That's if I had debut, to cast right? a female boss baby, I would cast uh, someone with Gravitas. Glenn Close. Gravitas. Oh, my God. Yeah, Glenn <laughs> and, Close. And then she could do, like... We'd have think same level as Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Well, oh, same level. No, no. Same level as Alec Baldwin. You'd have to get a real ball buster like uh, Danny... Danny DeVito's wife, Rhea Perlman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> From Cheers. That's how she's credited as well. Yeah, Danny yeah. DeVito's wife. Well, I don't think they're married at the moment. I think they separated, but they're actually oh. together, but they're not married. I think they have the whole rule of, we're happier when we're not married. Yeah. But we're still <laughs> uh, like a monogamous yeah. relationship. <laughs> but they're like, but the whole label of it's like you know there was a long relationship between tim robbins and susan sarandon where mm. they weren't married and yet they were, they were happy and that's all that matters i think kurt russell and goldie horn are the exact same as well but well, the you m- know love is the strongest shape no love is blind it is so, um, <laughs> the movie has unfortunately ended Sam. oh so sad we're gonna go into our reviews mm-hmm. and our ratings of our choice i'll go first the boss baby Need I say more? No, I don't. We just watched it. We just talked about it. It was pretty great. Maybe the greatest animated movie wow. since Chicken Little. Wow, that's big. That's it's, big. A, well, it's a big boss baby. <laughs> a big boss baby's day out. The the crossover movie. With Metal Gear Solid? The, the crossover of Baby's Day Out and Boss Baby. Oh, right. and, and the film Big with Tom Hanks. Yeah, great crossover. <laughs> And Zach Baggins is in it because he has a Zoltar machine, which isn't big. If I had to give this movie a rating, because that's just my review, this movie's great. If you haven't watched it, how dare you? Yeah, it's insane. I know we talked about it really in depth and gave away all the spoiling plot twists, but you should still watch it because it's pretty great. If I had to give this one a rating, I'd give it Da Boss, Da Baby out of Da Baby, Da Boss. That's huge. That's a huge rating. That's massive. It's huge. That's huge. Oscar nominated. That's huge. It's huge. Huge. Bartek, let's hear from you. I hated this film. Wrong! Wrong! You didn't. You loved it. This film did nothing for the animation industry. Wrong. Wrong. This film is not worth watching. Wrong. Wrong. I love this film. Wrong. No. Ah, no. You correct. You worship this film. Right. right. Favorite film of all time. Right, as in R I T E. Write that on Facebook. Very clever. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think this is a great film. It does great things for animation. It shows how far the industry has come. It is not the joke that we thought it initially was. It actually is a legitimate film mm-hmm. with legitimate messages, legitimate character mm-hmm. interactions, legitimate, all these right words. Legitimate. If I give this film a rating, the rating I give it is great right. <laughs> great right. That's it's, a very it's like, good rating. It's like how, you know, in the film... Um, the DeVos, maybe? No, 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 no. DeVos, <laughs> Kung Pao. Like, oh, Kung Pao, they everyone's have, favourite movie. Yeah. They create a new word that means like bad and wrong. Oh, good, good, bad, or whatever. So it's like good, bad. Create, I don't think that's a new badong. word. So this yeah, is, badong. This is great. Yeah, good, bad, or spelt backwards, or the opposite of that. Ganada. Ganada. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favourite gags of that movie. So, no, Sam, this is great. Let's hear your review and rating. I, I for, think for the boss baby. For the boss baby. Okay, not for life. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been okay so far. Um, I I liked the film. Uh, I liked a lot of it. Didn't like some of it. 
But I think overall, as a film, I, I didn't I didn't understand why it was an Oscar nominated film. But now you watch. But it, you now now watch it again, and I'm going to give it 13 out of 10 stars. That's a lot. That's of a stars. lot, isn't it? That's a lot. That's 13 a lot. out of 10. Bartek's not rating shocked. for everything. You shook up. He's sh- for shaking. I was going to do a spit take. But Bartek I was at a microphone. is so woke. Yeah, you're woke right I'm awake, now. I just yeah. noticed. I'm awake. I can't right now. wait for the Boss Baby three. In which it's a prequel oh. about Jimmy Kimmel as a baby. Oh my god, no, you and won't be watching that. He's the voice of it, and Bartos like, this is me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Matt Damon's his older brother. Right, uh, that's clever. That's so clever. It's because it's a, it's a, it's a reference. It's a reference. Jimmy Fallon laughs <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> he laughs like Tommy was so. <laughs> So Bartek, has you have gathered some comments yes. and reviews from the interwebs. Yes, confessions of the commenters, as it were. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, yes. Well, we've been podcasting this and with this longer than you, so you should thank us yeah. for originating <laughs> your idea. You certainly did. Thank you very much, Ryan and Bartek. No problem, Sam. <laughs> right. What the? So, <laughs> have you got some what those? <laughs> give us some, the give us well, Rove McManus. So, Bartek, give us some what those from the internet. All right. The first comment that I've gathered. These are from the trailer for the film. Oh god. Because when you just look when you just look up Boss Baby on YouTube, there's mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of compilations that are yeah. being aimed at kids and. It, it Is was it from very the weird kids' YouTube again? It feels... Like, you know what, right? It feels like they're trying to latch onto that culture. Because I remember when the film came out two years ago, I got a lot of, for some reason, recommendations to watch these weird compilations. Right. Like was... like Elsa makes Spider-Man pregnant with the Joker watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the? <laughs> what, what the? Anyway, the first comment from the trailer is, It's funny because babies aren't usually bosses. <laughs> and there's a response. That's true. Thanks for pointing this out. I was under the impression that babies are usually bosses. Oh, smart ass. I don't think they were being serious. I think they were. Yeah, okay. I think that was a baby that wrote that. They baby like, that wrote Whoa, that, what? yeah. Whoa, what? The I'm next... not a boss. <laughs> okay, that's the news to me. <laughs> wow, well, I can write. The next comment is... This seems like it'll actually be funny. And then they do a little smiley face with the, the carrot, lowercase u carrot. The carrot? Like the shift six thing. Oh, okay. Like the power of symbol. Ah, power of, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yes. cool face. A little bit have. more of a Japanese kind of looking smiley face. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Nice of them. <clears throat> How nice of them. So multicultural. <laughs> Is it bad that I would watch this? It's not bad at all. It's not bad at if all. If that's bad, I don't want to know what's good. There is a response to this question. Oh, no, no. Of course there is. Depends on who or what you are. Oh, who and your age. That? Oh, and your pervert factor. <laughs> your pervert factor. And your parents' permission and availability and price and your internet. Oh, and you. What an annoying person. <laughs> oh, Sam. You must have wrote that one. Right? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very sassy. <clears throat> Im way too mature to think this was awesome. Im ashamed, but I have to watch this. Im Why? ashamed. Why you... Im ashamed. <laughs> like, I they're like, this. I have to. I'm handcuffed. I have to. I've got no choice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm handcuffed to it. Like, I mean, I woke up in the sore scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either chop off my foot or watch this. I and wish boy, I didn't have to watch foot. this. Boy, that foot has to go. And the last comment that I've gathered from YouTube is a full comment chain because I thought oh. it was very nice and wholesome. That means Lovely. it's going to be grotesque. No, yeah, yeah, it's I mean, that actually genuinely. <laughs> <clears throat> the initial comment is, Would the doorbell ring? 
Anyways, movie looks great for me and my fam. Aww. And the first response is from themselves, indicating that uh, the the first word was meant to be wide. Oh, uh, wide. Wide the doorbell ring. ring. Wide. Uh, <laughs> that improved it. And the main responder of this chain says, because the doorbell rung, and I think this is in the Storks universe. The film The Storks, yes. yes. Oh, okay. It's I thought they crossover. meant that they were stalking them. And no. this is in the Storks universe. And the initial commenter is like, okay, okay, didn't see that movie yet, so no spoilers, plus. <laughs> plus. That does sound like me. And the main responder just says, well, hope you like the movie. Oh, and then another way. Yeah. And then another responder comes in. And then an in. outsider comes <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, let oh, me God. piss on and this says, toilet. And says, XD, lol. Oh, they what a great comment. <laughs> Worthwhile. And the, initial, glad they came in. and the initial commenter responded to this by asking, what does XD mean? Oh, that's true. What, what does it they mean, answer? really? What and then the main responder comes back and says, it's a facial expression like laughing. Oh, like laughing. Oh, I've heard of laughing. The, I thought it was when you were doing a shit, like, oh. And then the initial Sounds commenter like responds with, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was the end of it. That's oh, okay. okay. While, we're ta- awesome. while we're talking, we got the post-credit Marvel stinger at the end where the guy tells us to leave. Just Isn't that, that funny? Out. In a cinema, yeah, I, told I, us to leave. I XD'd. Get out. I XD'd. I XD'd big time. What does XD mean? Oh, it's a, like a laughing expression face. Oh, okay. So, Bartek, anything else? Yes, I've gathered two shorter reviews from IMDb. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing, Sam, is IMDb is great because no one monitors these people, so right. they just have unfiltered <laughs> Left opinions. to their own devices. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> like Tyler Lee They Jill. can do anything they want. Uh, <clears throat> yes, except for have message boards now. Yeah, that was a... Sh- that was a that was sad. I miss message boards on IMDb because no one would monitor them. Like, right. one of them was... Uh, a movie where it... The tuxedo? Where it was like, my dad's truck is in this movie. It's in this scene here. And then someone's like, no, it isn't. That's a lie. Oh, wrong. <laughs> wrong. And I remember when we did... um Boy uh, Next Door. No, no, no. It was the, the Christmas film. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks? No, 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 no. The previous one. Uh, Deck the Halls. Deck the Halls. I found a... <laughs> Like someone wanted to really beat up a character in the film. And the oh film, like, god, get I was mad in about the it. in the navy or the marines or something, <laughs> and I'd mess this guy up if he came up to me or something I'd like that. Beat up a fictional well, character. Let's hear these two short reviews yes. you've gathered for us. Young the man. first one is titled "Source," mm. like like the tomato sauce. Oh. Source. Yes, sauce. I was gonna say, have they either sourced information or have they put source on the information? Yes, yes. source. S-A-U-C-E. Saucy. Mm. It is from the 28th of April, 2017, and they do not give a rating. Oh, right. Must be a 10. Well, in, in, the review, 13, it's, 13, in, in the review itself, they do give a rating, okay. but like, on the title, they don't well, you have, have to read on. To I do out. not like the sound of the fact that you're like, oh, in the review they do, indicating it's not a 10. Must be in the 13. Go on. <laughs> you don't like that. <laughs> it starts with a quote. <laughs> good, good. Is it from the movie? No, no, it's a no. quote. <laughs> Calm yourself, <laughs> Breathe in the quotes. Get lost in the source, my mother always told me. But what? alas, and this is in all caps, I had no source to get lost in. Then, and all caps again, one afternoon I saw the trailer for Boss Baby. And I got a head rush. <laughs> from the lack from the of source. From the source. I had to see this movie. I saw it once and had to end up giving up most of my possessions in a yard sale. Because Who I en- is this freak? <laughs> because I ended up accumulating my total fifty dollars point 
uh, sorry, fifty point seven million in the box office the first day. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? God, this movie is a classic. My only complaint was no Adam Sandler. He is a comedy genius. That's true. It, it did not have Adam but Sandler. But that is my review. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. The lack of Adam Sandler should bring that down what to nine out of ten. What the fuck was that? It's a stream of consciousness. Well, right, as my mum said, get lost in the source. Yeah, yeah, my mum's always said that too. I can relate to that. Go on. Give me the next one. The fact that you left that one as the first one must mean the second one has some hook to To be it. fair, I, I just listened in the order I found them. Oh, right. boy. Hit us in the loincloth. <laughs> the next one is called... Don't get lost in the sauce, though, okay? Don't. Do not. Now, why are you down there? The next one is called I Love This One! Exclamation oh, mark. Lovely. So it's a one out of ten, yeah? Uh, it is from the 23rd of May, 2017, and it's, again, a no-rating one. Righto. Must be a ten out of ten. <laughs> Always. Imagine if you have a baby brother like that. I mean, wow, right? Yeah. Wow, right? If having a hold on, hold on, Matic, I'm imagining. Wow, right? Well, it wasn't a well, question, but yeah. No, it's it's a statement. Like yeah. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, right? Okay. <laughs> wow, right? <laughs> if having a baby brother like that, I could sick with his crying. Okay. Yes. Because he take your parents away from you, but <laughs> but as you know, exclamation mark, as you know, you will love him when having a chance to prove yourself to the baby brother <sighs> that you loved him with all your heart. Because, and this is in quotes, there's plenty of love for everyone. No, no, ten out of ten at the end. No, I'll just no, write 10 that. 10. 10. Yeah, yeah, ten, <laughs> 10, out of 10. ten. Edit it. Can you edit the comment? <laughs> ten out of ten. It's, it's a word document. There were once who gave their phone number at the end to oh, phone wow. them up to tell them if you think differently. <laughs> yeah, that's oh god, right. <laughs> that's asking for a world of trouble. Yeah, there are some. So they lived in like the Caribbean. Yeah, we've had some people who like advertised their website or like to read my other reviews. Oh, oh, it's wow, like, right? Email me at this if you disagree, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, then I email them and it bounces back. Because it's like a big Bond email. <laughs> One of them was from 1997. It's like, email me this. It's like, bounce back. So it was the latest technology, yeah. So the episode is coming to a close. Thank you so much, Bartek, for finding those comments on the interweb. Mm-hmm. Thank you, DreamWorks, for making the boss thank baby. Thank you, DreamWorks. Sam, thank you for being the boss da baby. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me as the boss da baby. Um, where can people find your podcast? Uh, on all the regular places. On Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's Confessions of the Idiots. So yeah, and the picture, the picture is of you looking very seductive as a priest. As a priest, yeah. <laughs> and the one thing I thought when I saw Sam, other than he's a boss baby fan, was sexually attracted priest. That's yeah. what I thought. That's what I people thought, always say. Boing. Boing. Love it. <laughs> There's also a noise that my body made. Yeah, boing. boing. We know your pervert factor. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wow, so, right? So that's that. We covered The Boss Baby, the greatest film ever made. Um, you can find us on all the same podcast platforming sites. Give us the reviews and share us like a virus. Or if you're a boss, baby, put us on that like um, image that you have on your computer screen of what people oh, love nice. as a podcast and make us better than Sam's podcast. Yeah, make them better. I mean, yeah, we can't it's not get, hard. Yeah, we can't get Sam Neil, but like we got, you know, Sam Peter Sam. Different Sam. Maybe it is Sam Neil. Who knows? Ask. Such a good actor. He's uh, that's what I always thought. <laughs> so until next time, my listening people, and Bartek's listening people, and then you know, maybe future listening people of Sam over here, remember to be kind to each other. Ro- no, wait, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>